0: Started watching. I was watching it descent actually. The Ryan's door. Ryan's, Ryan's door. I was gonna say, (laughs) the the lion's roar. Uh, The Ryan's (laughs) door.
1: Ryan's door. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Who is this Uh, mysterious Ryan, and where can we see him?
0: I imagine, to a degree, somewhat made for TV. You perhaps, maybe they may. Tried to shop it around. Feels like it, right? I fucking hate reality TV, but I I like that show. It's got to be better than most of the garbage that's on reality TV. Well, it,
1: it feels more like a documentary than a reality show. Yeah. You know, it's just tracking. Yeah, because it's not like
0: contestants and then no. kicking people out. Oh, like one of the most endearing characters, I think, so far, four episodes in work is uh the guy the guy from Dunedin that wants that's uh, is training to be a physiotherapist yeah yeah with the accent <laughs> yeah with the interesting accent yeah and it's like I don't think I really want to be a wrestler <laughs> I like the management side of things yeah Maybe I'll go back and I'll finish my physiotherapy degree, and then maybe I'll do refereeing, and I'll do, and that could be very useful to New Japan. <laughs> yeah, it's just like this quirky character. Yeah, he's really interesting, and he's like, I really enjoy the physical side of it. It's yeah. the wrestling side I don't really enjoy.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he keeps getting like they keep doing those um like the drills where they're having to basically. Beat the absolute shit out of each other in a circle or whatever, and then (laughs) he's just getting pounded. (laughs) I just don't
0: think it's in his personality
1: to pick
0: someone up. But if it offers guys pathways in some way, I think it's cool. Like I really, I thought, like they go to the house and they're cleaning the yard and they're cleaning up, setting up the dorms, Mm. five days old family house, and in some ways it's somewhat of shame that. Phile's a heel because he's very much not. Yeah, I know. He's well,
2: a
1: champion fella, isn't he?
2: When I met him at the meet and greet, he seemed like such a nice guy, like genuinely a nice guy.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and Jesus, they must have put him through the ring uh, at the dojo because I don't know if he's done a squat since.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's not in the business. He's like, I'm not doing this shit. And he's like, I did all of this and worse I yeah. love his thing. Like, I did this so much harder than all you fuckers. Like, it's this thing. You get it easy.
0: <laughs> uh, and, yeah, like, cool to see Big Rich in there and uh, the starter, yeah, Jake Taylor and the guys that we just saw, I thought it was it was cool to sort of watch it and be like, oh, I remember that guy. And, oh, there's that dude, like, the um, Michael Richards and Villa, Villa Lobos. And... One of the referees that was at the show at Tamashi was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I recognized him too um Yeah, so it's it's good. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm like five episodes in. I just kind of like binged the start of it. So. It's
1: it's legitimately good. Like I said, when it, it came out during the pandemic, and obviously during that time there wasn't a lot on in terms of content. So it's just like, oh, cool, we can watch this. And they they released it each week at the time, and um, it was it was sort of something that you got a good insight into, you know, certain guys, and um, and you'll see uh, um, Oscars in there too somewhere via Zoom? Uh I haven't seen him yet, but Jake sort of talks about his time in Japan and going over
0: with Oscar and like that dude on that show last night. Fuck, he's such a big dude. Yeah. It's deceiving.
1: Yeah, he's he's a big man. And he's there's a he comes in via Zoom and it's quite lovely. It's he's just so sweet. He's like, Oh hey, I'm missing all you lads. It's like oh <laughs> it's like um and uh what's his name? Um uh, Yudo Nakashima, you know, the young the young boy of the big um fro. Uh, yeah, the Brillo head. Yeah, yeah. Well he he started out in the New Zealand Dojo. That's how he made his way through. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. he started in New Zealand. Oh, no, he okay. went he's he's Japanese, but he couldn't get through the um the Noga Dojo trial, so he went to New Zealand.
0: Yeah, so as like a like a go back a step.
1: Yep. To get yeah. back to get forward yeah get forward
0: yeah yeah which is
1: what makes him such an endearing character because he's in the same class as fajita and oiwa and it's like oh shit, boys yeah yeah
0: it's it's cool because they like like falay's thing is he's talking about he's like like we will give anyone a go hmm. and you just he's like i'm just looking for heart if you got heart then you which know. is
1: why big rich is just the best yeah yeah because he's got he's all heart he's just and the and the, the way the boys get around him, you know, yeah. it's just, it's, it's a really good for people that I, you know, if you want to understand sort of, I always talk about, you know, how much I love male social dynamics, um, you know, when we talk about the color of money and stuff, but I'm like, that's such a great insight into team, like an understanding that wrestling is a team sport and mm. realizing that, and you see them like a fight team, that they're all in it together to support one another, and they'll beat the shit out of each other, <laughs> but yeah, they yeah. will, <laughs> like, but they're in it for like Rich has got it like no one's making it until Rich makes it. And every and all the boys are like, All right, we're doing this. You know, it's just it's really great. Um and when they get you're 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 coming up to the episode at some point when I don't know if they've run the hill yet. Um Uh no, nah, they've just run around the, the town with the tire above their head yeah. <laughs> Done that one. Yeah. Yeah, now they're heading to the hills thing. <laughs> and Farley's <laughs> amazing. He brings a deck chair. It's just it's Pete Farley. <laughs> of course he <it> does. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. I was a bunny.
2: I was a bunny. I was a bunny. I love a japan. I love a japan. I love a japan. I love a japan. Just when you thought we were done, it's now time for a little fun. Men and women wrestled on the greatest new Japan show. And after all, it was amazing. And after all, there's no explaining because it was amazing and it was the best I've seen. In other words, give me more. In other words, it made me feel tall. Welcome to We Are. <laughs> we are welcome to We Are. We work. Uh, this is uh, the sickest you'll actually ever hear me. All right. My name is the Ravishing Red Rude, and this is my flu game. I am just as underpaid as Scotty Pippen was, and I am joined over yonder by the token warp him himself. Mumble Bob, it is Dr. Dave Pruden. I've <laughs>
0: had those stats, right? love it.
2: I love everyone. And as always, making the magic happen, being the guy who leads the chats, the discourse, the Twitter, the fitter, the bitter, he is the chocolate mouse himself. He is the king of his dog style. And one very happy boy because he was 100% right 10 years ago when he said this would happen. Dr. Julius,
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you, Red. Thank you very much.
2: So sorry to everyone who's listening right now. (laughs) I'm just
1: loving this. It's a red, looks like an emoji, looks like the sad emoji. It's just like his head's down, he's doing the. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great I show. It's because... Like the 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 hot sweaty emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we right we, there, we nearly lost Dave at the meet and greet. I think we might lose Red tonight. And uh-huh.
2: uh, I've never done, I've never done a singing intro before. Jesus,
1: Christ I know you have. You, you have.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, that was up there with something about Tai Chi. I think.
2: Yeah, I'm just yeah. Like I said, I'm just sick as a motherfucking dog, but I am. So pumped to talk about what has happened. So I do apologize in advance if uh, it's very sexy, very sexy tonight. Right?
0: Well, um, yeah, yeah, it's very uh, you got a bit of uh, what do they call it? A bit of husk about you there, right? very husky um,
1: man tonight. Ladies, you'll getting
0: the, they'll be sneaking into the DMs
1: and potentially the boys. Did you notice yo cracking it for a small? yo showing personality? Stunning,
2: yes, I did, yes, and that's. This is where I'm kind of liking their dynamics so mm. much. we're actually seeing Yo become the bro.
1: Yeah, it feels a bit like um it feels a bit like rappongi three k. They feel like they are they've got this interesting dynamic where they're quite quick, so uh, and they're quite explosive and they've got a few double team move stuff going on. It was a there was a like just as a general it was a it was a banger of a show to start tag league. Yeah. like a legitimate yeah. banger of a it, show it, yeah
2: it really really was. It was like
1: stunningly good um in terms of the the matches
2: i didn't watch uh the the whole thing live i had to i was just too sick that night mm. i had to come back and watch it and my word it was a a great way to start it and um and also too it's been cool participating in discourse uh my discord by discourse whatever
1: <laughs> discord discord Yeah, discord's been good it's kind of nice to see people on it you know um, yeah i've
2: been making friends I'm talking about gaming and everything that is uh not related to what we're talking about it's been yeah.
1: fun i built a section for you don't worry um, yeah i saw that yeah it uh no it's it's kind of cool we had a we had our sort of first watch along and that was nice um it's just good i, I think we sort of noticed um yeah, some really lovely words from from listeners in in that talking about um you know finding a space to talk pro wrestling and especially new japan pro wrestling and sort of the way that we like to talk about it and they get a little bit of an insight into the directions that i think we're probably going to go on the show beforehand um and they give us a bit of insights into p- potential areas that could be interesting to discuss as well so it's really cool to have it it's, it's a growing community we we only had a few people, but now we're up to you know I think we're over twenty, near thirty or something now. So it's starting to really grow into something quite uh, substantial. And there's some really you know interesting people in there, you know, freely discussing ideas and and providing you know heaps of insight. So it's really it really is lovely.
2: Well, it, it's you know I mean it's even more lovely too, coming off the heels of like a couple of days ago where Robbie Eagles actually shouted me out in a podcast, yeah, yeah, and shouted us out.
1: We shouted you out and we just came along for the ride.
2: Exactly. I mean, and I never intended, you know, I and I meant every word of what I said to Robbie. Robbie inspired me so much to see an Australian wrestler doing so well overseas.
1: That was during the pandemic, run, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. And that's what actually led me to I was I was in a pretty bad place and I remember seeing Robbie doing so well and it just made me go to the gym more and more and more and more because I've always wanted to be a wrestler.
1: Now's your chance, Red. Now's your chance. The coach of PWA is your yeah. friend.
2: <laughs> and, you know, and seeing Robbie do so well overseas and everything. And I just have to let him know one night that, you know, what, what he has achieved and everything really genuinely inspired me to go to the gym. And, you know, I've lost literally the exact amount of weight that Robbie weighs.
1: Yeah, you've lost Robbie.
2: I've lost Robbie. So... Uh, and for him to shout me out in a podcast and say that was beyond sweet. And even better, the fact that he gave me a t shirt for free. <laughs> yeah, there so, we go.
1: It's never ending. Yeah. As I said, I thought that was, I, I thought my tweet was, was touching and was, was quite lovely that, you know, the journey towards fitting into this t shirt. I thought that it comes full circle, Red. Yeah. You're able to like I've only got one size left in this shirt. And it's like, don't worry, I, I've made it. I've uh-huh. made it.
2: I'm just glad you left out the rest of the video. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's make <laughs> its way to the vlog. Don't worry. It's in the vlog. It'll be there. Just one of those things that, uh, you know, happens when you have the ability to contact anyone in the world any time. And it's not- isn't that, isn't that kind of cool, right?
1: Like I know people always talk about social media as this sort of toxic space, which it is, but if you, it's near impossible to conceptualize a world in the past like if you're a kid like oh, i'll just send a message across to someone and talk to a pro wrestler or whatever now that did happen like that famously happened with pillman on aol and like all of that yeah. sort of stuff like he was on message boards or you, you could ring mean gene's
0: phone line yeah. where he's making nine bucks yeah. <laughs> yeah the
1: hotline <laughs> yeah where he just keeps teasing <laughs> you constantly um but like in this era to be able to have that level of connection is kind of cool and just to be able to let people know where you are and what you're doing, and that's great now. Yeah. It's, it, as you said, like we are, uh, I must admit, I it was a different experience watching the flying tigers wrestle um, last night. I was like, Oh, go Bob. I was like, it's like, fucking get in there, son. Um, and then for him to cut the promo, he did and make a dick joke. I was like, this yeah. is, this is what, this is what exactly. I want to see, yeah. and this is what I feel like is the positive influence you get by coming on. We work stiff. It just <laughs> That's the stiff rub. <laughs> that is hundred percent the stiff rub. And he's like, he's now he's quote tweeting like, I just couldn't help myself. It's like, of course you couldn't, bud. He's a wholesome stiff boy through and through, and I couldn't be prouder. I was out there saying he was stretching dick, um, and he decided to like switch it up and go with the a dick show, which is ingenious. We're talking about show your dick. He's like, no, no, no. I win in the Dick Show. I'm like, you're damn right, you do, Robbie. Anyway,
0: welcome to the show. I have. What were you two guys talking about before that I missed?
1: Um, just the opening night of Tag League. Got any thoughts for opening night of Tag League, Dave? Before we jump into the show. Um, I just said it was a good show. I was really impressed by the show.
0: Yeah, it was. I thought. I think the juniors are going to be hot. Yeah. Tag League. Um, I like the diversity of teams, even um ones that I was sort of like wondering what kind of fit they would be. I liked Taguchi and Connors together.
1: I don't know about long. I not about long term. No, but... no, I don't think that. I think they're long term. I think it's just get as many guys, fresh guys on yeah. the tour as you can. I think I heard Robbie say that. I think he said him and uh Tiger Mask might be the only team that's been in the tag league. Wow. That's how fresh it is. Yeah,
0: wow. It's nuts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my first pick
2: lost. So that's always a good start.
1: But you, well, you know what that means.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're probably yeah. going to win a lot of matches. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, when I saw Connors and Taguch win, I was just like, yeah, we're not winning another match.
1: I don't know. That Clark Connors looks very strong. They gave him a lot, you know.
2: Yeah, I know. But when you. I'm just going yeah, to say. I'm not getting. Also, many...
0: Yeah. He's a guy that you can give a lot without
2: giving him wins. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's my whole point.
1: I'll be interested to see because I think uh, my takeaway was like, oh, I think uh, Leo is going to be a contender at the back end as well. I think they're in yeah. the same boat because uh, they pushed the champs to the absolute limit. That was like that legitimately, was yeah, legitimately great. <laughs> it was like, that was great. Uh, yeah. And also uh, Flying Tigers are going to be in the mix, I think too. I think they, Tiger Mask looked great.
0: I think they might be the top. It'll be those the four teams of um, uh, Bhutan, mm-hmm. uh, Flying Tigers, the champs, and Leo Rush right, yeah. will be the top four.
1: Yeah, I think you might be right. Um, will the Club are impressive too. I thought they. Yeah, were, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're they they the dark horse. I reckon yeah. they'll, they'll they'll win a few. Yeah.
1: Um, that was a great match too. Yeah, and yeah. really. Awesome finish, like a flick springboard cutter where they just fucking yeeted Chris Bay. Like he just went flying across the, the ring. It's like um I I liked that the I what I like about the juniors and it felt like we're going back to the old days. It was just like they were trying anything. They're just doing yeah. a bunch of crazy shit, you know. And that's that's a really good sign that um fresh guys wanting to get over in Japan. A cheering crowd. That's another big indicator. Like wow, you can yeah. really get a sense of yeah. who's respected. Like.
0: Robbie gets to do his chant and yeah. the crowd responds and yeah.
1: yeah. And then they do they just did a Robbie chant when he was in, you know, he was getting in trouble and they just started the Robbie chant. It's like, I was like, oh, he's, he's clearly, he's clearly over. And again, these, these fans at Corraquin would have been fans that watched him during that time when they couldn't cheer and he mm. got to achieve all that stuff and they couldn't cheer him. And so now it's an opportunity to really show that appreciation for that team. Um, and they did. And that dynamic against the, I mean, you can say what you want. Everyone will say what they want about House of Torture. But if you put them in there against good old-fashioned baby faces.
0: Yeah, they'll boo.
1: It works. Yeah. It works. The dynamic works. Um, and I thought that oh, Dick Togo had his working boots on. So I think he did more than show in that match. I think he did. Yeah. 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 I said Dick was smooth in that match. Um, like all good dicks yeah i thought it was a great a great first night again i think they put the gauntlet down to the heavies um and i don't think i don't think the heavies i mean they can do their best but to be like we're talking every match the consistency and the level of every match and then when Mm -hmm. they talk about the next potential pairings of like where they're going the next matches, like holy shit it's just like really exciting fresh matchup after really exciting fresh matchup
2: don't count the heavies out there because they're going to be delivering, you know, really caliber matches at the same time. That's why Different, this yeah. this entire uh, tournament is so exciting because you literally get to go from, you know, light and then the next day it's heavy. So it's there'll, be, be-
1: there'll be nights where they're on the same night, right?
2: Yeah. Well, no, that's sick too. But it's like, mm. it's such a palate cleanser because you get to go through the flippy flippy and like you know the you know the really fast paced matches then to the heavyweight matches as well. And that's why it's so cool right now in New Japan that we have this, you know, tag league tournament. And it really is a great time for anyone who hasn't seen any of this stuff to actually jump board, on board sorry, uh, and, and get a part of it because tonight we're going to have absolute bangers too. I don't think that tonight's not going to live up to what happened last night as well.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be it's the contrast that's appealing to me. Like last, last night is definitely, that's like, you're putting the, the game on the clock, right? You're playing fast yeah. and then tonight gets like rough. It's a bit stiff. Yeah. I think I think the boys will they'll be they'll be like, well we can't compete for pace. Mm. So we're just gonna go fucking rough. Yeah. <laughs> so I think tonight'll be stiff as fuck. Well <laughs> we, we,
2: we did see Tana put boots to a woman the other day. So Tana's gonna be putting boots to people. So Yeah,
1: the one true ace. The yeah. one true ace. He's showing what needs to be done in these type of dynamics. You know, I'm gonna i I'm gonna slap you and I'm gonna put the boots <laughs> to you. That's what I'm gonna yeah. do. Sneaky uh, heel. i'm having a look here and trying to figure out the best way to go about this show we have a lot of questions we have questions from the discord we have questions from twitter um i'm very excited by the fact that we have that um that we now have two channels thank
2: you so much to everyone who's participating with this it's actually unbelievably flattering like it's actually given me wings beneath my wind
0: (laughs) it might also be worthwhile thanking um elon musk in uh you know what was everyone thought was the death of twitter a few days ago and everyone jumped on well you know a bunch of people jumped on our discord so thank you to elon for nearly killing twitter
1: yeah um, and now we have both so wonderful so far uh catch us on hive next week perhaps uh but in any case uh, as i said that the discord part is really cool because it means that we're able to have watch alongs and we're able to have sort of places to send our random thoughts in regards to what's happening in new Japan. I can always send a random tweet that I've spotted and smellness and you can throw it out into the, into the discord. And that's really cool to see, um, a growing community. So I'm really, really excited about the potential for that. As you said, David only took Twitter nearly exploding to get to that point, but it was the impetus of people to jump on the ship. And, um, once they're there, I think they might be able to see the, the benefit of being amongst, uh, like minds. Um, so, uh, we have that going for us so if people are out there and they want to engage on the discord i will put the link in the show description i think so people can find it um and come aboard um in addition of course we have our regular feedback on twitter which is still uh, the lights are still on and you can find us at we work stiff uh for myself obviously dave and red are around i'm retweeting you boys now more and more so hopefully you're picking up more and more followers off the back of my uh you know
2: i i, don't know, phones, I right? don't know how to use twitter i apologize i i it's great I en- you I, I engage with discord
1: um you you're doing great in discord discord yeah. is your spot you found your spot in discord
0: um, i don't know i don't know how to use Twitter either, but a like from Jonah and Alex Zane in the week is a good score for me. I feeling I'll go good with that. I must yeah. be figuring it out somewhere. You,
1: You're getting out there, you're putting your takes out, you're doing the watch-alongs, and um and it is it is fun. That's the part about the whole thing, is like once you're actually getting uh active with the community as it's sort of moving, it's kind of cool. Twitter's kind of like being in a bunch of different communities all in the open. And then once you get to Discord, you get a bit more fun. I found our watch along last night, Dave. I found it to be a lot of fun. Uh, Shaq jumped in for a significant portion of the time with Gamel. Yeah,
0: we had a couple in there just having a chat. Uh, And yeah, questions today from the Discord too, which is awesome to see.
2: And it's great. It's great too that we're actually chatting to uh, Rad Cowboy is uh, on the Discord, and um, yep, he, he actually went to Full Gear. Like that was that. You know what I mean? That's really cool to actually engage with people who actually were there and now are part of this 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 group chat we have. I
1: know, isn't it? It's international Redwood. It's amazing how the internet works. It's we can all be connected. Cowboy had a question last week, so as I said, we're breaking up the the the. We're not just getting doctors anymore. We're we're we're, we're expanding. Cowboys as well. We're getting cowboys as well. So so a question from the Discord. Question from the Discord. Um, Miss Doom from the our Discord. The Southern Thirst. The Southern Thirst herself. Uh, She said, hi, yes, Miss Doom here again with a few questions. Uh, Her first question, uh, framed as a question, uh, how fucking cool was that historic crossover show? Uh,
2: Southern, it was beyond amazing. It was, uh, as I said, probably one of the most important moments in my life of being a New Japan fan. Um, To be in a big arena as well, it... To me, it felt like Wrestle Kingdom uh, or like a a different version. It's like what SummerSlam or Survivor Series is to WWE. It it, it felt like it really was super important. And also, too, it annoyed me. It annoyed me that we haven't had this till just recently. Uh, Because what I saw was perhaps the greatest wrestling card that I wasn't aware I wanted to see. It was a Christmas gift that I got before Christmas. Well, I mean, it's
1: interesting. I know there's a lot of like I'm very well aware of all of the Joshi fans um, that exist out there, and I will not proclaim myself to be one in the sense that I don't have any real understanding of of that other than I know of the wrestlers and I've seen them on New Japan undercards in the past, and um, I have a you know seen gifts and little videos and stuff, um, so. As you said, Red, it felt important. I was sort of gauging it by yeah. how they were reacting. Yeah. Um. So I was following yeah. a lot of I follow a lot of uh, Joshi fans on Twitter and sort of seeing their genuine sort of feedback on relation to the the event. And they, it was just unanimously positive. There was so much. Uh, everybody, both New Japan fans and Stardom fans, were were felt that it was a tr- like a tremendous showing from everybody involved. And that's a really encouraging sign because I feel like. And I saw it, um, uh, it was on Twitter, Adam from uh, Figure Four's um, Big Audio Nightmare. He sort of said, and I, I sort of, I, I'll give him credit. Um, he sort of said that he feels like, and not to get hyperbole, like hyperbolic, but he's like, it feels like New Japan and Stardom will never be the same again now. Like they've established this thing where it's like, well, that's possible. Cool. So from now on, it's like, well, we can put on these sort of landmark big events between each other it was clear the wrestlers especially the men understood that you know the 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 system that was in place and the you know the the mixed tag rules are not going to go into gender and but all of them being almost committed to the idea of no no we're going to at least push this as far as we can in terms of uh despy trying to choke every woman he he saw and um you know obviously kind swinging and kicking um, and I think that that was important, you know.
0: Yeah, even um, even Kanemaru sort of standing on the outside and having, I think it was two chicks like just taking yeah. turns kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, well, you Tom
1: Lawler getting beaten up by both Shuri and Julia just out yeah, of that yeah. way, like, and that was a perfect sort of encapsulation of I think the sort of the self, like what the boys really wanted to do, because Tom Lawler is the biggest Stardom fan, like he's the biggest Stardom fan. Shuri is his favorite wrestler, so he got to live out his dream. And he played a role in that where he basically said, "I'm going to step in here and def- like defend your honor because that i chivalrous as the man. That's what I would do." Only for Shuri to then beat the shit out of him to say, "I don't need you looking after me," which I think is a perfect reflection of we are equals here. Um, yeah. And so that was established pretty early that Tom was willing to put himself. <laughs> basically, yep, I'll play that role. Um, And you saw that theme repeat throughout the night. That was kind of the idea for those mixed tags was we don't need you to stand up for us. We can stand up for ourselves. And I think the, the presentation you couldn't have asked for a better way to present that show where if you don't know anything about stardom and and a lot of, I mean, I have very little understanding, but they were presented as equals. It was not, it was not subservient. It was pretty clear. Like we have stars, you have stars and these are our stars and they're your stars. And yeah. I felt like the New Japan guys in particular went above and beyond to put over how cool the uh, each of their you know partners were. Like Zach wanted to join uh, like Donna Del Mondo. He wants to join Julia. He's like, can I get the gear? Can I it's like, yeah. that is such a, like, do not underestimate how big a step that is for the New Japan, which is the established leader in that country mm. to really position stardom as being their equal and um yeah. let's be fair like julia might be the coolest wrestler in the fucking world yeah i think zach yeah. was just legitimately happy to be standing next to her like, oh. <laughs> i would be too like, oh.
0: fucking awesome yeah, yeah.
2: But, but that, that, that's 100 percent correct like with other promotions around the world they've always had you know not trying to be rude, but women come second um or sometimes not at all But with this whole thing that just happened the other day was that it felt like the women were on par with the men and it really established them, you know, and really did great work for their character and who they were as wrestlers.
0: Yeah, on par, but still their title booked on top.
1: And they had the best match. So, I mean, at the the end of the day, you leave it with, yeah, um, their, their, their title's on top, the IWGP title and... And everything about that, the way it was there was just like, this is how the IWGP does it. You know, we're going to bring out Sukubayashi. We're going to have the we're gonna have all the ridiculous shit that's going' to, it was just it's all the same presentation, the way that we that we do this. and you're on yeah, you're you're getting the main event spot. You're getting the whole position to to sort of headline. as I said, like to see the the progression of stardom from dark match opener not being televised at a Wrestle Kingdom to main eventing the first ever crossover show, that to me shows that. You know that big progression and that concerted effort on behalf of Bushi Road to really establish Stardom as being, um, you know, it's the fastest growing promotion in the world.
0: Off the back of it too, like I, I sort of said to Josh, I want us to do something for Wrestle Kingdom. Mm.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, and
0: like maybe uh, having someone on, perhaps. Hint hint yep. uh that can inform us about a few storylines going in, um someone with a bit of knowledge. Yeah, teach to, us to just to sort of teach us on a show so that we've got we've got a good foundation when we go into Wrestle them I loved it. I thought that fucking crossover show was awesome and uh I am certainly a fan um, of a bunch of the women on there. I I am uh, gonna be honest and say I do not remember a lot a lot of their names, because mm. I'm still but that took I was the same with New Japan. like it takes me a while <laughs> it takes me a while with names in general, but uh, like the looks, um, all the costumes, how great they were in the ring, all the character stuff they were doing. it's like effectively from like an outsider looking in when I'm looking when I'm talking about stardom that is, it felt like New Japan just with women. it fast forward yeah and yeah. Fast- and then some of the moves they're doing, like you know, oh, I'm not a moves guy, but fuck, like yeah. I was like, holy shit, I have not seen that before.
2: <laughs> well, as a moves guy, I was just completely flabbergasted uh, at what I was seeing and just mm-hmm. the way the they were rolling into different moves and just everything about the way every match was put together with the women, I just thought it was absolutely perfect and brilliant. I thought the men and the women worked so well together. Perhaps the best example of mixed tag teams that I've actually ever seen. Yeah, they 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 made sense.
0: I knew I was going to be a fan when I was watching the um the battle royal thing that was going on. The Rambo, and, yeah, yeah, and that uh the
2: muscle mask.
0: I don't know her name, but she just kept pinning the same girl after girl with the same move. I think yeah, she made it to the top three. Um, i'm gonna have to go back and and watch that again and <laughs> jot down the names and like write down who's who but um i'm like oh this is awesome i never see that stuff so yeah yeah, yeah.
1: interesting off the back of that i got a, we've got a question from twitter from nico at sailor suplex um and we've just established that we may struggle with names but it is uh, we'll just talk around this and see where we go uh, Nico asks, just wondering what some of your dream slash fun mixed tag teams would be if there were IWGP mixed titles in the future. I'm thinking Taguchi and Waka. Um, Waka, who was on commentary, is just the cutest. Like She's yeah. just the best. She great get her yeah. on wrestle kingdom we need her for the stardom match of wrestle kingdom she was yeah, so good yeah. she was crying in the main event it was awesome she was just yeah. like selling it you know and i like that they had to explain a few things about new japan to her and yeah. she was like
0: yeah oh, okay oh, this, <laughs> yeah
1: it. yeah i'm a stardom wrestler like and then <laughs> yeah. and hearing waka say like i have never wrestled in front of a cheering audience before yeah i've wow. never done it because i'd boo two years ago during the pandemic and wow. she she went to New York because she's from New York. She was born there. So she she went to New York as part of that um, battle on 44th Street. And she's like, that was the first time I wrestled in front of cheering crowds. Wow. And it's like, you like, ta- the- she deserves the world. I want the world for Waka. <laughs> give her everything. Um, yeah. So this is an interesting question. So we saw a bunch of the sort of the wrestlers. I think um, off the back of this, I do think that the tag teams that they made were almost universally yep. the perfect blends. Yeah, um, yeah. Except I have one that I would be really interested to see. Um, and they're never going to, uh, this wouldn't be for a IWGP mixed titles, because this man would never go for anything bar the top one. But I think the only team that did that wasn't perfect in terms of the dynamic, in, just from the presentation, it was just because of the way the, the things was booked, was it was Tana and Hayashishida. That's a great because she's Atami Hayashita is the ace, but she is Okada. like that's yeah. who she is, and Okada and her together is like the perfect visual dynamic. like they both look the same. like they wear the same sort of gear. they have I think they have like it's it's perfect. She is the same level of phenom. like she won her title in like her eighth match. <laughs> like yeah. she's that kind of prodigious talent, so I would love to see them. but I don't need any other mixed tags. If you give me Despy and Starlight Kid, I just think those... I mean, I, I want them to go for the junior title. Just, just, just send them off there right now. Like, at this point, I don't need a mixed tag. Just send them off. Them put in them in the, the tag team. league. Just, just sign up now. Come on. Yeah. They were so much fun.
2: Um, I'm just going to say, based off aesthetics, uh, I'd like to see Titan and uh, the muscle, ultimate muscle warrior woman super uh, strong super,
1: starter machine
2: super strong starter machine yeah i just like to see that comment because uh i thought she had so much personality and character just come out of the gate like she just grabbed me straight away and uh, titan is just one of those guys where i don't know i read the question and that's the first thing i thought of
1: <laughs> <laughs> the mask the mask wrestlers
2: yeah that's what i mean i just thought that well, they they didn't work she needs, she
1: needs better stronger masks so join up with titan and
0: you yeah. get all the masks you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, know. I don't, I don't have an answer because I don't, I don't. I'll just freely admit I don't know them well enough yet. But I just want to see all of, more of all of them, mm. whether it's with tags or just in singles matches. Um, I, I mean, Julia and Zach, I like those two together. I wanna yep. want see more of that. Julie's probably the one I know the most about just cause I've watched some of, um, some breakdowns on different stardom characters on YouTube. Um, and I like her sort of story being half Japanese, half Italian. Um, and then just like her kind of unique entry into wrestling. And I think she's, that's just charismatically and character wise mm-hmm. There's a lot going on there that I want to learn more and more about. So, and to be paired up with Zach, that's like pretty
1: insane. So, yep. yeah. And it shows where they think, uh, obviously, like ironically, it shows where they think Zach is at, you know, and that's where I thought. So, Zach yeah. and Tom basically were given a really big spot because Suri and Julia is the match. Like, that's the start yeah, of yeah. the match. So, to see that um, be to, to them to be paired up, I was really intrigued by. Um,
2: they
0: clearly have
1: a like a deep, roster too because there's like you okay. could tell
0: a lot of them were either champs had been champs or were like at that main event level that weren't necessarily placed on top in that women's title yeah um, even without not really knowing that much of their history i was like oh i yeah i would reckon that um a bunch of these girls have either been the champ at some point or or in the main event uh, vying for the main event and then when Tai Chi was like Oh, you should go for your sort of like having having a chat to Yeah to Tam. Yeah, yeah. And then she came out at the end and made the challenge. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's
1: yeah. All, that's all. it's all yeah. That's... I'm,
0: I'm super keen to learn more, that's for sure. After watching that, I'm like, yep, I'm I'm all about stardom now. Yeah. yeah. Massive. Fan. It's
1: yeah. the best thing. We can be the true Bushy Road Warriors and uh watch it all under the, the one banner. Interestingly, um off the back of that, now we're looking forward. Uh Question again from Miss Doom: Do you think the Stardom wrestlers will be at the next Forbidden Door? Um, so off the back of obviously the success of the crossover event, uh, the next time that because we had this discussion, I know we had this discussion. I think in the in our group chat, I did, I did by accident. Um, well, it was a, it was just an observation. It was like I was looking at it, and I I freely admit I don't watch enough Stardom, but I was watching it, going, my God, this is like watching. I don't know what I'm watching at this point. I'm watching this like next level of wrestling. Um,
2: I've just seen what AEW has done to New Japan wrestlers. And while the hype is amazing, the delivery hasn't been good. And what I really enjoyed from what I saw the other night was absolutely amazing. And my only concern is that if they tried to tell stardom stories or, or whatever, would they just progress AEW stuff like the
1: way i look at it red is i don't think they're in the business i think with stardom wrestlers all they need to do is get given a showcase because i don't even think it needs story it is as we've had this discussion it is like the cruiserweights at wcw just put them on the show and let them be seen and they will drive interest for sure i think that's key i
2: just don't want to see them get buried that's that's all like and yeah. i don't think i don't think necessarily they will as i'm saying that what i saw the other night was some of the absolutely like It was some of the best women's wrestling I've ever seen in my entire life. And I just got a glimpse into it.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, that was the same concern we had around Forbidden Door door in general with
1: New Japan guys. So, and I don't think, but I I don't think we saw that.
0: No, no, no. no, But that was our concern going in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I don't necessarily think that on a pay per view that that would be the case. I think they would be featured. Um, but i understand the concern um i mean it's, that a lot of that comes down to the uh, just generally i don't necessarily think it would be poor booking of stardom women. i think it's kind of poor booking of women in general a bit over yeah. there that's a great um, point but, see, but yeah, what i'm I thinking, think if I think thinking they were is... bring them over then they would they would put there would be a special feature match that but i if...
1: would give... Some time you know i honestly don't think they need it i think you give them three minutes and people go holy shit it took me 34 seconds i was like what am i watching it was like watching aliens i was like this is this is not they're doing things differently the way they move around the ring like watching like i was just so fascinated by like watching the stardom girls go for a tag they like roll they'll roll through the ring like they won't get up and yeah. crawl they they'll roll like they'll move the way they move around the ring is so different it's so unique and i just hadn't seen like i was like this is it was it was honestly like awe was like what is this i've watched wrestling my whole life and i have never seen anything like this and i knew of and so i know that people talk about that and so my view is like the same thing as the cruiserweights in wcw like i watched that for a long time those guys are getting buried all the time in terms of like That's- but all I could leave was like the, the moves like, Oh my God, like these guys are getting, you know, L Dandy's on there. Like L Dandy's got like three minutes and he's getting jobbed out, but holy shit, look at him flip. You know, look at him, look at this little podgy boy move. And it's like, I feel like that's the case with stardom wrestlers. If you get put them on the show, even if you don't feature them, if you just put them there, they will steal it. They will steal it because people wouldn't in my, if you're like me, You'll just watch that and go, I haven't seen anything like that. I want to see more of that. And in many cases, it might actually be for the, the betterment that they get a little glimpse and not a lot because it's the idea is like, you don't go to AEW to watch Stardom wrestlers. You have to go to Stardom to actually see them in their true environment to see them do what they do. Because I think off the back of a forbidden door, I think a lot of people ultimately watched it and were like, well, we can watch New Japan wrestlers here at AEW. We don't have to go to New Japan to watch them. They'll come to us. And you don't get the true experience, but you get enough that people are happy with it. Leave them wanting more. That's what I say, man. My idea with forbidden door is I would always prefer to see
0: the other side of the door, like forbidden door run by the
1: Japanese promotion. Uh, oh, Gemma has a question. That same question, Dave saying, asking via the discord Oh, Gemma is a Gemma or gamer, um, answer we'll find out and we'll find out in the discord. Uh, would you see an AEW new Japan show in Japan happen in the future? Do you think that is something that should be off the back of this crossover show? Do we think Forbidden Door or of, simple, of an equivalent should take place in Japan?
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah, why not? I mean, you know, after seeing what happened on the weekend, the, you know, anything is possible, Kevin Garnett. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, why not? I, I genuinely think that's a possibility.
0: What I don't like about the way that question is the way it's framed. Where, well, yeah, how about a, could you see a, yeah, AEW on a New Japan show? I like that framing better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to see a Forbidden Door that feels like it's booked by New Japan, not booked by Tony Khan or like from a, for a Western audience. I want to see the reverse. I want to see those guys go there and do a Forbidden Door show, but with that distinct Japanese style um, of like the whole show presentation.
1: Yep. Or didn't Historic Crossover prove, like, I think Historic Crossover was a perfect, like, everyone was saying Forbidden Door was the show of the year or whatever. And because it was just a really high quality and had a great crowd and everything. But this this Historic Crossover had this, it it was a better version of m- merging the two things. Like, they found a way to blend the two things where it was like, like, we, we have all of the most sort of symbiotic relationships we could, yeah. like. There was no Despy star, like kid equivalent on forbidden door. You know, there was no, this is going to be so beneficial for both characters. Like they're going to get something out of this as a result of doing
0: it. Like it felt seamless rather than, oh, we're just plugging the gaps with Shingo or a few new Japan guys. You know what I mean? Like, oh, here's yeah. this odd matchup out of nowhere. This felt like it felt planned and executed rather than slapped together and then you know you you can leave it to the wrestlers because they're so good and they'll make it work, but yeah the, uh, this was a a constructed thing, and because of that, it felt to me
1: just smoother. well, here's the question, Dave this is oh, this is going to get me in trouble, but did it not feel like that this crossover show? The intent was elevate stardom, yeah, right. Yes. By yeah, by the company that was in control of the event. Now everyone will say, "Oh, stardom's hot and everything." Stardom's not drawing seven thousand. It's not. But New Japan with stardom can draw over seven thousand in that state. It can draw a sellout crowd in a you know basketball stadium, um, relative to the COVID protocols at the moment. Um, it's just a shame they couldn't cheer. I mean, it didn't stop them. Um, but the company that was in the power dynamic used the platform to elevate the other company hmm. um, because they rec- recognize the other company needs the eyeballs, and they see the benefit of develop. I mean it's in their best interest, you know as a, as an organization, like as Bushi wrote, it's in their best interest to do this. So I, I understand it's a different relationship. It's, a, it's, it's more than a partnership. It is a legitimately, they are basically, you know, they're in the same family. Legit- um, it's brother yeah. and sister. Yeah. So it, 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 I get that. But when AEW and, and New Japan got together for Forbidden Door, it never felt like it ever got to the point where AEW saw the benefit of elevating New Japan to the point where they felt more special than just being that company that you watch... Four years ago, you know, and that that was a bit of frustration. Like just little things, like, you know, and it's not to rehash it, but little things. It was a great show, but like not giving Zach a promo on the dynamite beforehand, just having him walk out like that's just a just a own goal if ever there was one, you know? And because it always felt like we don't want to elevate them too much. You know, we don't want to get these guys over too much because good God, you know, that could be dangerous. Um, and it is interesting. It's very interesting as we head towards Wrestle Kingdom season now because we are going to see more integration with AW and New Japan. And ironically, um, we'll we'll get to a question here that's all tied together, but ironically, the story is going to be the demise of New Japan in terms of the, from the Western perception, with Kenny Omega playing that that role of your company has struggled since I have left because, you know, you don't have me. Which <laughs> um, is ironic. Yeah, right. And Will Ospreay defending the honor of new japan versus by by taking shots at AEW. so we're going to have for the first time in this relationship an adversarial dynamic between the two companies and that's going to be fucking hilarious on twitter as people get all up in their own feelings um but it is going to be fascinating
0: Uh, is this where they try and do an invasion angle is this what's gonna
1: lead to i don't know and let's never do that again Oh, the, bring, me on board, um...
2: bring me on board for an invasion angle. Yes, please. <laughs> one of the greatest storylines of all time.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you cannot yeah. say to me... Sorry, I just perked up. You cannot say to me that Stone Cold Steve Austin in a bar, replaced by Naito, is not one of the most exciting things you want to see your entire life. Uh,
1: yeah, well, I know where that ends, so I'm not sure exactly I want to... Leave. <laughs> So, uh um, naito somehow becoming an uh, AEW wrestler halfway through the storyline is that what's going to happen I,
2: that- look, I look at the invasion angle very fondly no one else does i've accepted
1: i mean i i feel like before we get to that I, I do feel like we probably should make mention of uh Kyrie winning the iwgp women's champion like i think that was pretty um i i was so like all the Joshi fans I was following on Twitter were saying it's Mayu's time. It's like she deserves this. But obviously Kyrie's star power and um, you know, international recognition, I think makes sense to give her what it is, it's ostensibly a part-time title. Like it's not a title that's going to be defended on stardom, it's defended on new Japan shows. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense to me. But I, I know that when we were watching that match, Dave, you had mentioned about the feels. I was like, this is, you know, like we have this idea, as I said before, like stardom has this like high level in-ring stuff and it it was it sort of struck me as like i've almost like one of those western fans where i'm like talking about new japan like how people say oh new japan's got the best in-ring wrestling blah blah, blah like and completely neglecting all of the character story and emotion that's tied to it mm. and i sort of i've like had to catch myself and realize oh that's exactly what stardom is too where it's like yes they have this awesome in-ring product but when it comes to the, you know, here comes the main event, and they go in and they tell this epic story of like betrayal and friendship and 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 this emotion that they're they're bringing to this space. I was like, that's the best way, and for me, as a New Japan fan that loves character and story, it's like that's the perfect match to put on because I am captivated. I'm like, this is this seems important beyond important. Like this seems fucking like biblical. Like what is happening? There are. Like my Atani go in zombie mode and not refuse and like refusing to give in to this thing to show her, you know, to fight for the battle and the, the the honor of stardom versus someone who she sees as, as left and is, is like a part timer. It's almost, it's, it's echoing like, you know, Shibata versus all the old boys, mostly Nagata Shibata, where it's like you have left us and I'm going to not let you fucking beat me. I was like, this is the best of new Japan. Like, stardom is just like that it's like the best of new japan and if new japan is considered the best well then stardom has to be considered equally the best right like yeah um, i just feel like um
0: there's an added element to the emotion being that it's like that it's two women i felt the same thing with um you know when i did that thing where i was start, where I was watching bull and Aja Kong and like the big thing being like the emotion after the match and like there is, it feels like it cuts a bit deeper with the women,
1: Mm.
0: you know, like there's that moment at the end when they're both clearly kind of crying and then they sort of half reach out to each other but don't want to embrace or whatever, you know, because of, that they can't get over that that his history thing. And it's it's
1: different though, isn't it, Dave? And I don't want to cut in, but it's it's like men may be ego driven, right? Like you feel like ego is involved in that discussion. Like it's like there's pride and ego. And with that, it didn't feel like Mayu or Kyra, it was ego. It didn't feel like it was ego that was driving was it. Like, it felt like Yeah. It yeah. was. It was like you let me down.
0: Yeah and i was left here like we were we were we were here together like there were two there were two of their three musketeers weren't they yep. and like that that was the story that was being told and yep. kari often did kari sane stuff over in wwe for yep. e. Shirai's yeah
1: Shirai's still there you know and
0: five, five years or whatever she was gone and then had come back and then now, now they're telling this sort of long story and
1: uh yeah it, it,
0: to me it and that was the same thing as like the Bulnikarno and the Aja Kong thing. Like there, I mean, at the end of that, the culmination of their feud, it felt like acceptance mm. but and like love between them. This felt like heartbreak
1: between mm. these two. Which suggests to me that the stories we're Story just getting started. In- yeah. We're just yeah. we're just on our way with this belt. And um and that's to me is like as a As a fan, like as someone who's new to it, like that's such a relatable story that, and they did a good job of telling that, you know? The the three on commentary
0: together was just, just, it was just lovely, Josh. It was telling all the stories and sharing information with each other. And I like, you know, I just kind of felt like, oh, I'm along for the ride with this. And um, yeah, I was, very grateful that that was the approach that they took. And we got that extra bit of insight into stardom. Cause I didn't know that they were going to have a stardom
1: um, commentator there. So and Charlton had his working boots on. Cause he was like having to translate some of it mid commentary. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. even that was like,
0: Oh, this is cool. They're having a little chat and they're, they're trying to figure, figure but it was, out. So, it was like,
1: it was like demonstrating deference. That's the big, again, it was a big takeaway for me in this thing. It was constantly saying we as we may be the new japan, but we we want to know more about this we We want to understand yeah. this. We're having so much fun, we love this stuff, and it just felt like that's such a great position with such a cool vibe to take where it's so much like we think this promotion is fucking great, and we're gonna showcase it and I like that they don't
0: you know like they don't pretend. It didn't feel like they were like putting on this fake mask of like, oh, we know everything about this person no. and we're reading off the fucking, you know, their their research sheets or whatever. Like, there wasn't any of that. It was like very organic and um, you could tell that they were learning along the way. And I'm sure they know lots, but you know, they were getting insights as well. And, uh, you know, they were sharing insights. And it's just, I don't know, it just added to the whole thing. Like, this was a different show. I, I um, you know, there may not have been the same amount of, uh, you know, a one-on-one banger matches that we would get on other big kind of pay-per-view events, mm. but as an introduction,
1: yes, that's the I good. Don't way
0: to put it, think, yeah. I don't think you could have done it better, because you get a showcase of lots of different talent, you get the two companies working together, and then you get featured spots between you know in singles matches that have high stakes attached mm. to them mm. and uh and and you get brought along for the ride with a commentary team that is learning from each other i'm like who the fuck comes up with that in the wrestling world you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like, that's pretty fucking unique i would think
1: yeah i um speaking of great you know i was so pleased i i tweeted out saying that i was like as i said that commentary got me because i just thought that main event and Waka's just like, she's just crying. And she's like, this is so, she's just uh, like, and and you just feel like this is really important because, and they're like the emotion. She's like, she's apologizing. And it's like, um, and and I tweeted out, as I said, I tweeted straight away. I tweeted at her saying like, oh, we just need you on Wrestle Kingdom. And she liked my tweet. I was very happy there. So that, you know, that was- yeah, that's a good, I'll claim that one. I'll take that one. That's <laughs> um, a new one for me. The stardom wrestler liked my tweet, but. I was just like, it was it was that feeling. And I think I heard Tom Lawler on uh, Filthy um, 4 Daily today talk about the show. And he just said how great he felt when he read Twitter and saw how positive everyone was, how much people enjoyed it, how genuinely people, the outpouring of sort of positive emotion. And I, I that was what it was like. It felt like this, just this, it felt like this show that was, yeah, it's a hard one to put my finger on, but as you said, introduction is such a good way to frame it. It felt like the perfect introduction. It was like we have now met Stardom. You know, we have yeah. met Stardom, and I liked them. I think they're yeah. great. You know, I think they're just neat. And I think we could be friends. Yeah, I think we're going to be friends. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship, because I have heard, and from really people that I you know I value their opinions in relation to pro wrestling about how good Stardom is, but so much of the discourse has been around you know, the matches or something in that space. And for me, it's like, okay, that's cool. And I, I and I was, as I said, was very, like, incredibly impressed early on of just, like, what am I watching? Like, holy shit. And the boys are, like, looking like... that. You know, like, I don't think New Japan boys really came to the show with any intent of getting themselves over. I don't think yeah. any of them had any... In- that was not their intent. Um,
0: I think a lot of it was, like like yes let's let's show all these people all these new japan fans how fucking great you are and how much you deserve to be in
1: this showcase yeah and i think they genuinely yeah
0: yeah if that means kick the fucking shit out of me <laughs> then fucking go for it girl kick the uh, shit yeah out.
1: uncle nobu Kenamaru basically of all <laughs> the people of all like the elder statesman of that group just saying yep just beat the shit out of me that's that's the fun <laughs> and um and him and Nat Sepoy doing the fucking um double, like, the uh, whiskey, the Suntory surprise. Like, yeah. it was just, like, but that's the kind of stuff where it's, like, it's not, how do you put it? It didn't feel like it was pandering. It didn't feel like yeah. it was fake. It didn't feel, it felt like there were organic, like, decisions because, like, tai chi has been doing those during the pandemic he was streaming with those girls coming in to do the stuff like it and obviously despi is a massive like he's a massive um stardom fan he goes to the shows and he's star like him and star like big brother little sister that's their dynamic yeah. and like the most wholesome gremlins you've ever seen like just walking in the thing like good god here they come um and it felt right like every Thing really felt right. Like even Goto in Micah found like a, that's like a perfect, they were like perfect. They were like, holy shit. It's like, I feel sorry for her. like And also now I know who she is and what her role is in stardom. And as I said, I I just feel bad for her. Like you're the Goto of stardom. Oh, sorry. But like that it felt like for a fan that wasn't aware, there were so many parallels. The systems are so similar in terms of faction groups, the way they tell their stories. It's like, oh, this is just that this is just a, a one-to-one thing here yeah um and everyone tells us that tells me that stardom stories are great and that the emotion is great and the booking is tremendous i mean i've heard that a lot and after seeing this show and the way it was put together um i'm i i haven't seen what Rossier Gower has done um but i get the feeling that everyone that's you know always putting out the everyone's saying a yeah, tony khan book of the year and everyone's saying no it's this guy I have a feeling uh, it probably should be that guy because they have grown so like they're the only company that's growing at this rate during the pandemic. No one else is growing and I can see why, because they've, they've got the investment from Bushy road, they've made, they've put money into the the production and the marketing and that sort of stuff. And they've got the talent, they've had the talent and that's the key. They've got, they just needed the opportunity to be seen. And so getting this platform and to be seen at this level, like unreal an unreal opportunity and i thought they nailed it and to finish with that main event i thought it was a perfect way to do it because it was like we'll give you everything on this show we'll give you every type of presentation we'll have our idols do their song and dance we'll have our you know our heels we'll do everything that we do and we'll put it on this show and there's something for everyone and for someone that's you know that's accustomed to new japan main event style to see start a main event style which is similar but different felt like oh this is a breath of fresh air and just it's got me so excited that you know Kyrie and tam are going to be on wrestle kingdom and they're going to get that platform to have their style of match on a wrestle kingdom show for the iwgp women's title in a you know that to me is like this is a type of equality that we're moving towards where it's like yep you're you just you just belong here you know and yeah. um and hopefully we see more stardom women in in other spots perhaps you know in in those as we move forward but i Keep yeah. the keep them keep them separate. I'm cool for that. I'm cool for them to be their own promotions and run their own way. But if we get a couple of crossover shows and a couple of big events where the IWGP women's title's on, like if it's Dominion or G1 Final or whatever, yeah. I'm all for that. I think that's me just too. a great showcase. Yeah, me too. i am interested to
0: see where on the card that women's title is placed.
1: Good point. Yeah. That'll be that that's that, you you're not wrong. That is fascinating. Yeah. Because well, it, it main evented over a US belt. Yeah, I don't think it'll main event over the US belt at Wrestle Kingdom though. That may be a segue, but I don't think no, it will.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, not when you got Kenny coming back, but yeah. um, because that's a featured bout, right? That'll be the co-main, you would think. But yeah. I, I, look, give it its props. Like you want it to be important, put it put it up there with those those matches. Yeah, I would not be upset about that at all, and I think that you know clearly they
1: have the talent to make it work. They'll go. They, they got no issue having to go at twenty five minutes third from the top.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think New Japan cards they they don't tend to do the same thing that uh, Western cards do, where they Western cards book
1: all over the place titles
0: in mm-hmm. odd positions all over the place, and you know New Japan New Japan cards. They, they book to the peak, right? So they tend to book the lowest stuff first and then book to the peak. So, yeah, be interesting. Having a little bit of a think while we we're talking about it then, but having a little bit of a think about a mixed title, like a mixed title, mm. yeah, you know, maybe that's an opportunity for guys to tell some different stories that maybe are. Uh, uh you know like a yoshihashi or a Goto or whatever maybe if there, you know not much is happening uh in new japan then maybe there's opportunities within that space to tell a different story
1: it'd be interesting i i think the danger i think i know stardom fans they're just scared that and i hopefully that this show a leave like allayed some of those fears they're just scared of being subservient and swallowed up by the big monster that is new japan you know yeah, or that yeah. their stories will be playing second fiddle to that and i a hundred percent
0: um I, yeah i'd sort of look at it in a different way that that. the, the, the... A, like a, a mixed tag thing could be just an additional story on top of whatever is going
1: on for each individual within their own promotion. So like an IWGP mixed tag style. Like So, I mean, we'll watch how the, 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 the IWGP women's belt is booked and where it's booked and how it's booked. I think yeah. that'll tell us a lot about, is it viable to have yeah, yeah. that kind of model? Um, but I, I think you're right. Any opportunity for for people to be put in positions where they otherwise wouldn't, you know, have an have an opportunity to to leverage off the back of, you know, the relationship because that can help both ways. Like I know that Will, you know, Will Osprey has talked about United Empire having a female in the group.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm not averse to um some story crossover stuff like you know things going a little bit both ways
1: it's just going to have to be again we're just going to have to build this relationship I think and it's going to be based on trust you know and yeah. I think that's a lot and of what clearly. it's going to be yeah yeah um yeah. and and as we said you know but it's exciting oh it is yeah. it feels like it feels a bit like a forbidden door and off the back of forbidden door I don't I, I feel like we've we haven't really gotten the level of integration that I I was hoping for in terms of how AEW and new japan wrestlers were going to cross cross paths in the sense it has felt for a long time like uh AW has benefited greatly from the relationship and new japan has has sort of struggled it feels like that tide might be turning a little bit now i think that might that might be shifting so um i have a question here uh, i'm gonna I actually have a couple of questions but first question miss doom's final question uh she also adds love you boys um so that's you know She's the best, just the best. Um, (laughs) She says, are you as hyped? So I'm going to ask a couple of questions here, Dave. um, So don't worry about jumping in. She says, are you as hyped as I am about Omega versus Osprey? Um, And the doctor has returned. This time, Dr. Jonathan has asked at Jonathan Foy via Twitter, after all the hints, did the Kenny Osprey match announcement still take you by surprise? So let's take ourselves back to that moment, Dave, where we are watching shota Umino versus Will Ospreay have you know just a really good, great. I'd say a really good match, like a really great showcase for shooter I thought he really, he really I built himself up to be this sympathetic baby face that I think is going to be you, the everything is there, everything yeah. is there for that kid. And I thought, and I didn't even think about it until he he said he said it in on Twitter and everything. It's like it's like a generational rival in this weird way. Like he can actually, to yeah. him, Osprey's that that little bit senior that he has to chase. I was like, yeah, cool, awesome. He looked, he looked great. He just looked awesome. But we knew, we all knew, I mean, for the most part, we were pretty confident that Osprey was going to win. And it was just a matter of who's going to come out. Like that was the story. Um, and we were leading up to it. And there was a lot of talk early, and there's been some there's been some whispers. I know that I had sent you guys some messages a couple of weeks prior of like there's been some whispers around prior to the uh, Osaka show, the Battle Autumn show, and then the sort of the 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 red herring that of of shooter coming in, you know, coming in and and doing that sort of stuff. Is that a short term? What's the story there? Where's where's that going? When the announcement happened, um, what were our first reactions when we found out it is actually going to be? Omega Osprey Wrestle Kingdom.
2: Um, I will literally just jump in right now because I have no idea how much time I have left. Um
1: <laughs> none of us do, Red. None of us <laughs> none do of,
2: <laughs> not trying to be morbid. Uh you know, I, I I I caught wind of it the next day. And uh, you know, look, I mean I'm genuinely this is amazing. I mean, we've been talking about Wrestle Kingdom and what's the storyline, what's going to happen in Wrestle Kingdom, and you know, Jay and Okada, which, by the way, I'm super excited for. Like, that's I'm kind of a bit annoyed because I am on the fence of I'm super excited for Jay and Okada, but Kenny and Will has been kind of hinted at for so long now, with you know Will's uh, promo he did on Instagram with like the whole cease and desist thing, and you know. I personally am really 100% on board and I remember the feeling I got when Jericho first rocked up. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, it's kind of like... I don't know. I feel a little bit indifferent about it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm excited. I am genuinely 100% excited for that match. But yeah, I'm just... (sighs) Kenny left the company and it really left a mark and Will Ospreay took over and other guys took over. And, you know, but what I'm getting at though is I'm, I'm indifferent to it. It feels cheap. Uh, That might be the hottest take you'll ever hear from me. Um, It feels cheap. And I'm not trying to offend anyone by saying that it just, it's it just feels cheap to me because i think there could have been more done to build this and i mean it,
1: i mean it could have been but it's pretty hard when one guy's on suspension for two months
2: yeah i know i know I, I i get that i get that it's just i'm excited for it you know it's gonna be amazing to have you know kenny back and everything kenny's obviously playing the heel which is
1: great he's a hot ever i mean it's not a hot take i've not i'm not the biggest kenny omega fan um Because I, you know, I, same as I'm not the biggest Osprey fan. So this dynamic is, it's kind of funny for me. It's like, okay, here they go. (laughs) But, but I get what you're saying. The idea of it's cheap, but I recognize the relevance of this from the position of last week and the week before I was concerned about Wrestle Kingdom's main event in terms of its capacity to draw from a Western standpoint, those Mm -hmm. concerns are gone now because they knew this. They knew they had this, and that was the. This will draw the most eyeballs to Wrestle Kingdom since Jericho.
2: And and, and and I don't want anyone to take me wrong when I say it's cheap. Like you're talking to a person who literally, the whole reason why I'm even into New Japan is guys like Naito. Yes, but also Kenny Omega's transition from juniors into heavies. Like I was every part of that watching it. So do not think that I am not or trying to put this down whatsoever. This could be the flu talking, but uh, I am 100% on board for it. Yes, but I don't know. I just.
0: It's just not hitting as hard, as impactful
1: as you would yeah. have liked.
2: Maybe. Exactly. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. After but I, I find that
1: fascinating, Rick, because on the group chat, you were talking about Will Ospreay being this thing and how great it was for Osprey to be right yeah. and to be positioned. Yeah. To be yes.
2: Right. Yes. We- and this is the thing. Post Will Ospreay's promo 100 percent made me babyface towards him. Like his promo and everything yeah. about how he carried the company and everything. Yeah. He wasn't lying. It's all true. He's lived in Kenny's shadow for so long. And this is going to be a fantastic match.
1: Isn't that the point though, Red? Aren't you supposed to look at Kenny and say, you are cheap for coming back. You, you sell out. Yes. You are coming back. Yes, you yes. are. Yes. 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 Um, so the way uh, you're yes, feeling um, is what they're trying to get you to feel. That is their intent. That is what they're trying to do. Whether it works or not is the the question. It's whether that's going to be an effective way to sell it. But I think it's the best way they could have sold it rather than... Because this is... Let's be honest. This is eight and a half stars it's like they're going for the eight star like this is all that like that's what the boys are in it for but kenny's looking at building a story more than that and i think his whole thing is he actually said in the promo new japan gave me a call and i'm not all that interested but i figure i'll come here and save the company and change the world one more time like what an arrogant prick dude i'm i'm interested in that idea
0: i can kenny go like he used to be able to go that's part of the story yeah that's that'll be interesting. I think I think there. I mean, Will Osprey can drag, clearly at the moment, drag a five star match out of I don't know a couple of buckets of sand. <laughs> um. So it it'll rate highly. I mean, whatever. I don't really shit about. Yeah. Well I mean, that's what a lot of Western audience is going to come across. For exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, can they have this ridiculous bang fucking match? Yeah. I and mean, it's going to be great if that's what you're into. I'm like you, not the biggest Kenny fan. And I don't know how I feel about him coming back to New Japan. I think it's great. I think it'd probably be great for us.
2: I think it's great. <laughs> yes, yeah, think- it could be good for us. I'm running out of steam. So, yes, I'm sorry. I really am. Mm. Sorry for letting everyone down. Keep going with the show. Please keep going with the show. Make it brilliant and amazing. Okay, I'm sorry. Yep. Thank you. don't worry we're about to
1: ask a jay white question so get out of here while you can (laughs) just just so we're kind of clear uh thoughts of that dave what is the thought of of the omega osprey um story because i said i'm i haven't quite i haven't quite narrowed it down exactly what i feel about it yet and i'm i'm kind of conflicted but i do feel like it's going to be a great it's going to be a match that draws interest yeah heaps of interest yeah it's just and I felt like the story that they did was more than they needed necessarily to do relative to Western interest. Mm. But it's important to fit into the New Japan hierarchy and to make it meaningful and have it have gravitas leading to the, the, the position it's going to get to mm. make this be something very personal in terms of any feeling as if Osprey has tarnished his legacy because he hasn't been able to keep the company at the level that Kenny put it versus Osprey who feels like he has been overlooked because everyone's looking over there at this sparkly uh, Omega and he's in the shadow and, and Osprey even making it more personal by saying that you're still upset that I knocked Ibushi out, you know, like on that night. And it's like, Holy shit. And he, and bringing up Ibushi is a, I mean, that's an interesting little angle to take as well in the whole space. So it felt like to me, like the boys had a concerted effort to make this meaningful, not just be, we're going to put on a big, you know, if we give
0: you a Bushy return
1: at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, know. I think the roof might come off the place. That yeah. might pop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I agree with everything you said.
0: Look, I, I'm just not a Kenny fan, is yeah. basically the gist of it. Um. Uh, And, you know, I've watched AEW at different points um, for stretches and then dropped out for stretches. And, I mean, it's fine, whatever it is. It's Mm. just not for me. So I prefer his presentation like I do with most guys, his presentation in Japan. I hated the stuff that was going on before he left. Yeah, you know that that incredibly pretentious fucking
1: the videos yo
0: video package before it that was released that went for like nine hundred and forty-two minutes or whatever it was, <laughs> like all that shit I just found so infuriating and I'm glad that Tana beat him. <laughs> like, that was one of my favorite of all time Kenny matches because he lost the belt. And I hated the fact that he beat Okada for the belt because I always thought Okada was the A-side. Yeah. So going in. And I'm like, I'm not a massive Will (laughs) Ospreay fan because I'm not a movie fan. But it's going to be fucking fun. It is. And I'm glad it's on the card because it makes Wrestle Kingdom inherently more interesting across the board. It's a special
1: attraction. Like a yeah, true
0: yeah. special it, attraction. It feels, it'll feel special. And talk about, you know, like we've all, everyone's gone on, well, Will's gone on about how he wants to elevate the U.S. title. Well, this is a match that will do that, right? Yep. The potential of Kenny winning the U.S. belt. The first champion, you know, the so first he, has, champion. he has the legacy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's some interesting shit about it going in.
1: Um but doesn't it feel funny, Dave? This is my sort of takeaway. It feels kind of funny that, and this is the best showcase. This is how I would frame this. And I, this is like given the devil is due, so it feels I feel kind of dirty. But put it this way, I I've never been a, a Omega fan, but I I respect Kenny Omega. I think what he has done and what he what he wants to do, his vision. I'm all we we talk about tours and how we got it. Kenny is one, and he. Oh, yeah. he and he, whether you agree or disagree with the way that he wants to go about it, he has a vision for what he believes pro wrestling can be. And he always strives for that. And, yeah. And what it can do, it can create, you know, it can create magic and it can create just absolute horseshit. And, <laughs> like Jim Jarmusch movies. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's either dead man or limits to control. We're going to, we're going to figure yeah. this out. Um, but, the part of it that I think is is what I think is a great showcase is, like we talked about with start and what we talked about with a lot of things, people are going to go into it with an expectation of this incredible wrestling spectacle. Yeah, You know this spectacle. and um you know, like human, like as we are a society today, we are driven by spectacle. Like that's the kind of the thing that that gaps our gaze. But what yeah. I love about the movement is is Osprey, when he when he was the young guy coming through that was what he lived he all he had was spectacle now he's got substance and mm. this system this this positioning now is he is driving the narrative like he is really putting a big focus on telling the story and making it clear and look he's doing his best and he's he's as subtle as a sledgehammer but like he's he's focusing on I want to showcase this thing that I believe, you know, I'm the guy, I'm the best guy. And I just feel like giving him the opportunity to showcase how far he's moved from where he once was as the moves guy to being the real sort of story craftsman that he's developing is a showcase. And if he wants to do story, you can't, honestly, you can't get many better guys than Kenny. Cause Kenny will he be like, okay, let's fucking get the book out because he will do, the most elaborate story driven spots. He will with callbacks and random shit. They, the two of them together will make the most pretentious wrestling match potential in terms of like the most open yet, the most insular match you'll ever see. Like it will be a perfect, like, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's like, it's going to be this thing where I think we're going to see the blockbuster that has substance. And I was not sure about that until Kenny cut that Japanese promo. And I was like, What a prick! But yeah, it was interesting. It's that's odd, isn't it? Like that's you know the dynamic. And he's saying like all of these foreigners and they're autocorrect and they're like Google Translate. He's like they're all trying to be like me, but they're not me. And he's like he's like pleading to the Japanese audience to believe him, and it's like this very heel presentation, but it's done in a way where you it's it's in many cases he's aping a lot of what Jay has been saying. You know he Mm. is. And that's an interesting dynamic, isn't it? That he's sort of taken that idea of like, you can't clap, but it's because, you know, these guys have been out there, but now I'm here. I can change that. And it's like we know that dynamic exists there. Who are you affiliated with, Kenny? Who are you? Are you bullet clock? Like, who are you? How are you connected? Are you just coming back as the the guy? And the big takeaway I took was well, he said. I was surprised to get the phone call from New Japan, but obviously they're they're in trouble and they need my help. I wasn't all that interested, but I figured, why not? I was like, what a prick. And that (laughs) is a perfect position because that, that positions him to be this guy where it's like he's supposed to be the heel, but will the Japanese fans accept him as the heel? And will they accept Will as the heel? Because both of them are kind of tweeners. So, it's going to be this really interesting space where the match is going to determine who's who in the zoo, basically. Yeah. And, you
0: know, the Japanese audience always do that thing where, you know, if you are a great wrestler, then you're getting your flowers. Yeah. They're going to appreciate you, the the body of work that you're presenting to them. So, uh, look, I don't know what the dynamic's going to be. I think it's. I, I like that it's not clear at this point and, I, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm quite happy for it to not be clear until the night and then we sort of figure it out on on the night or we try yeah. and work it out while, while it's what's what's happening.
1: happening in front of us you know right. I, I think that's a cool element because it's it's a match about pride isn't it so just that's what we talked about before. this is literally ego <laughs> this is yeah, ego yeah. the match which yeah. is like a very different presentation you know I don't think that's why
0: the West will be coming across. Of course the not. Will be, they'll be coming across because they're like, how many stars is Meltzer going to give this one? And it's he, and it's his two boys. Yeah. So you know, be prepared for <laughs> uh, for him to run out of stars. <laughs> uh, I, I, look, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what Kenny can do without the restraints again. I imagine they're going to go. at least 30 yeah you'd have to think at least 30 yeah um so yeah i'm interested to see can he still go like he could go when he did that series with okada because he has he was significantly injured had a massive amount of time off and he's somewhat he looked good he looked good this weekend but Yeah, yeah, but you know he was—he's been protected because he's been in trios matches and then had another two and a half months off because Mm. he was suspended. So Mm. he's had time to get his body right, but he doesn't have the reps in, and he's not going to have, you know, a chance to get a half-hour match in before this match. So that's interesting to me. There's a bunch of different interesting elements. Mm. I just—and
1: I'm glad it's happening in Japan and not happening in AEW. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think. I think because that's the, that's the point that Osprey's trying to make. And I think they're suggesting he, like he said, like you, we you have the gas with your, all those TV matches aren't going to help you. And yeah. I love the, like Osprey leaning into the prick is the key for him. He has to lean into being a prick, a cocky prick, because that's just who he is. And it works for him. Like it just fits his persona. Like he's just, he's very confident. And it
0: fits him as the leader of that faction too, you know. He doesn't have to be clear-cut heel.
1: He's not, no. Being a prick, yes. What I like about the dynamic, and what I think is interesting, I never expected Osprey to be the face of it, but because he's able to articulate it and he's got that dynamic, it allows him... The only other guy would be Naito, is it allows him to to showcase the superiority, his belief in the superiority of New Japan as a place. Like, he believes that the way he works there the way it like he believes it's better. And yeah. he believes that you sold out. You took, you took money over loyalty and you took, you took, you went to try to build something of your own, right. That's different. And you went away from here where you could have had all of this. You could have had the empire that I have, and I've inherited your space and I've taken it and I'm taking it to new levels. I've made this belt mean more than you meant it. Thing Like now you're coming back to try to what claim it that I've done all the work for. And it's like, that air of superiority is a perfect position for new japan to take i think it is in a western system because that's how the pretend like that's how a lot of fans view it and it's going to lead to i i honestly i hope twitter survives because it needs to be alive for the fucking carnage that's going to be the next month and a half as people go into get their panties all in knots because it's going to be great and after
0: it too, like when there's a winner at the end of the day, like there'll be carnage oh, on the fucking back of that too. It's going to
1: work people, or this will work people up. And that's what I find yeah. is the great, I find it to be the great paradox of this whole thing. It's the most dirt sheet inside star <laughs> match ever. <laughs> But yeah. it's going to work people like no other match has because it's going to convince people that these guys are representing their companies and their philosophies against one another in a way that, uh, to, to show who's the most superior. And as I said, it's the first attempt at adversarial approach. And I'm so glad it's being done in New Japan because it will give them the space to not fuck that up. Because if you're trying yeah. to do adversarial stuff in the West, it doesn't, it, I mean, come on. It, we've we've seen the results so uh, yeah and too and it
0: means that like you know it'll lend itself to a space where they can be a bit cunty and that'll make it extra spicy you know Oh yeah
1: i mean yeah omega omega already already went just like his heel in aw was like the cleaner heel he went best bout machine cunt like yeah. <laughs> Like, ugh, like just so dismissive. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. care. I'll see you then. Yeah. You're below me. Yeah. Yeah. You're below me. I'm th- you're sitting a fucking throne. <laughs> like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, come on now. And that and that's what I'm saying. That in one in two minutes. I get why people love him in AEW. I get what they get to see of him in this sort of, you know, this spectacular wrestler. But when he's allowed to craft his own story entirely of him and there's no like it's him and osprey
0: dude like all that comes from off the back of his work in new japan exactly (laughs) yeah
1: he's that's exactly it and so it's it feels like to me like it's his it's his chance to sort of refresh and go and say i'm going back to where i where i came from and i'm going to reclaim the throne as the best restaurant on the planet and it it doesn't that's his i think that's what motivates him to say so people will go yeah kenny's still got it you know he's still the he's still the guy and osprey is in the position where it's like i've done everything i can and everyone's going to keep comparing me to kenny omega well let's put it on and let's get in the ring together and see who actually is the best and it's crazy that they have created this symbiosis between people looking at star rating for who the best versus performance to see who's the kayfabe it's 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 I think it has potential. That's what I'm saying. I want to see where it goes and how they track it. I understand. I said, when Red was saying it's cheap, I get the idea. I think he's coming from the perspective of it's like, it's like a hot shot in the sense, like they just put yeah. this big main event match on. But if you're going to do that, that's Wrestle Kingdom. Like Jericho Omega, that was it. That was like a little bit of beef. Fucking let's put him in the ring and just let's, let's do that. There was no, you know, there was a little bit of build, you know, that when he attacked him in power struggle, I think right. it was and that was shocking um but and, I, and I, it's kind of i kind of like that dynamic in, that five years later that kenny comes back in the jericho role you know yeah. like i think that's kind of cool to see that that pattern repeat and and i i get that you know people might be looking at it and i think when talking to red he was sort of saying you know like he wants the old kenny omega back but the old kenny omega is not that's not who's coming back here this is not He's not coming to be the Kenny Omega of New Japan. He's coming back to be the Kenny Omega of AEW now, back to New Japan, mm. and that presentation I think is the really fascinating thing. He's coming back as the the big star, the the yeah. as the as the Jericho equivalent, and he's coming to shine the light on the the guy that everyone says is the best wrestler. It's literally the same fucking uh, dynamic. It's a legacy story. It is. They're repeating yeah. it. And, yeah. and this time, this time Maverick is the the leader. Like that's that identity. He's moved yeah. up the role, and it's only happened. It's five years, but that's the story they're telling. And he's got the same level of you think you're the on I'm the alpha. He's got the same thing of it's ego driven. There's potential in it. There's so much potential, and it's on Will. It's on Kenny. You know, to to be able to tell that story. But it's it's the same. It's roughly the same amount of time build as that match was, and that thing was fucking hot as that was nuclear. So. Yeah. I think it's possible to get there. Plus, they got weekly TV to build it on, over on the other company. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not. That, I don't. I don't think it's the same impact as no, no, no.
0: That Jericho was, because that was completely out of fucking nowhere and no one was expecting Jericho. To...
1: That that was the first time that that was even considered possible that there would be like. You you can't tell fans now that haven't weren't watching then what that act, what that night that was just wild. It was just wild. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was like a holy fucking what the fuck is happening?
1: Wrestling, <laughs> yeah. holy
0: yeah. shit! Yeah, uh, and uh, I don't know. The more we talk about it, the more I get interested in it. That. Right,
1: and that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. That's how this thing works, Dave. That's how it works. Um, well, off the back, and of and it's that, gonna yeah. be a fucking
0: nuts match. And look, it, I mean, if if coda comes because he wants some revenge on will and then something happens and uh, look yeah
1: the fuck my head might explode yeah i think <laughs> could you imagine could you honestly could you imagine twitter if that happened honestly <laughs> I, I think that may block twitter the server may explode uh because yeah. um there'll be so the golden lovers fans will be out in force it, the stands will be fucking coming in from left right and center it will be um yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen, but all I know is that I feel like I feel like this Wrestle Kingdom, and I said it for a while, but I feel like this Wrestle Kingdom, we've been saying it about the Jay and Okada build, and it's like I knew something was coming. We just knew something was coming. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think that's the next story that I like. At some point, there's going to be some
0: weird shit going between those two. I'll, I'll be interested too to see if um
1: the Bucks side him too, and then you have maybe Aussie Open as the um yeah, as the seconds decent. for. will that night oh of the open who may be the tag champs by that stage
0: by then yeah
1: yeah come on let's yeah let's 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 do it let's fucking do it (laughs) um well that's interesting point dave i'll go to i'll go to the discord uh steve law 71 uh steve law on the our discord asked are there any other AEW stars you think will be on wrestle kingdom 17 or is omega going to be the only main star headed to tokyo oh
0: come on fdr FDR there. there. We know they're going to. Yeah, yes. We know
1: they're going to be they're there.
0: They're stars. They're great. I think that. He, I think he probably will be, the only one, unless. I
1: don't know. Is there a chance Mox does a spot? That's my thinking. Mox. That's the only other guy I can think is Mox. Um, mm. because fuck, he's earned the right to be able to have some time and go to Japan if he wants to, right? Like, he can take one Dynamite off. You know, he's, I think, I feel like Mox is the guy because I feel like, I don't know what it would be, but it doesn't have to be something super substantial, but it could be Mox and Shota versus someone, or, you know, like, it could be some way to get him back connected with with Shooter, you know, to help Shooter Mm -hmm. get onto that card because... I mean, I I taught around the idea of mox versus shooter as like some sort of like mox beacher in, you know, like see where yeah, you're yeah. at, see where you're at, Shooter, Um, which is a very mox position. Like I wrestled you, you know, back before you left. Now let's see, let's test where you're at. Um, but I'm not exactly sure. Yeah,
0: particularly with that black pool combat club thing that was sort of like what they've been doing, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, you know, but the but you said the Bucks. Maybe the Bucks come across for a, um, I mean because remember we got we got Dash the next night, so you could the Bucks would come over to second him, and then at Dash the next night could lay a challenge to the tag titles or something.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think Marks would be the one, um, and maybe the Bucks siding Kenny, but or seconding Kenny. Yeah, and FTR of course, but I don't I don't. I don't see much more participation.
1: Uh, the only other thing, Dave, the only other person I would float, and it's going to sound fucking weird, but it's the only other person I would float, is Orange Cassidy. And uh, yeah. I just feel like New Japan like him. <laughs> he keeps yeah, getting... Well, yeah. He wrestled Will, he wrestled Shibata. I feel like Orange Cassidy, I think they like him. I think he might somehow get on the card. I have no idea. I, there's literally no storyline reason. I just I just got this feeling like... Yeah. Well, it would be cool. It would be Orange Cassidy comes out
0: and challenges for the winner of the TV title match. Yeah. That'll work. Yeah. Orange Cassidy he's versus. Kind of, he's built for that. but Orange
1: versus Ren would be fun. Orange and Zach are Orange mates. Orange and Zach. They're, they're good mates from back in the day. It's amazing Zach dressed as Orange Cassidy for Halloween one year. It's great. <laughs> um, there's a photo out there. Um it, yeah,
0: wh- whoever wins that, but yeah, Orange coming in as a as a challenge.
1: He just, I, I, he's the guy that would get over in Japan big time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, that's what I love about it because everyone's like, "Oh, Orange Cassidy's getting all these things in New Japan." Blah blah. It's like, no, he's he's the type of guy they would get. <laughs> like, he's the type of guy yeah. they'd like. Like, they know what draws money. Like, that guy is interesting. He's different. He's unique. He can go. He'd get over. Um, and I don't think I just don't take it by any, like, will mention him by name. And I understand it's because he defended, but he mentioned him by name on the broad, on the broadcast. Like I beat Finley and Cassidy, and I feel like they're trying to. And he's, he's they put him in chaos, you know, like they just chucked him in chaos. Like I feel like he's he's got an opportunity to get over there. Um, it's the weirdest. It's the weirdest one. But that would be my maybe he's somehow on the show. But all of these discussions, which has been a great many discussions but they all have led to the main event here dave um with kenny returning this is this is the great hot button issue it's the great sour point of for, for that i'm we're going to just we're going to knife in here a little bit uh from karen murray at karen murray underscore uh karen watches wrestling uh uh friend of the show uh, yeah. hope get well heal get up well, um can't wait for the videos to return. We need, we need them. We
0: need some content, please. <laughs> please, you Karen.
1: Uh, with all your stuff. Yeah. Um, she says because I can't make videos right now, I'll throw this to you for your perspective. So already helping us out yet again, Karen. <laughs>
0: um,
1: she said so. Last year we saw animosity between Jay and Kenny, which fizzled. That was the stuff with impact. But now we have Kenny versus Osprey. Do you see Nuge swinging back around to Kenny and Jay, given their history and Jay's rise? Gotta love Karen going straight for the, the, the real story, the true story of this dynamic. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's so hard to place anything with Jay at the moment. Because I think something happens with him and Okada, and I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know, I don't know where we go with Jay. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it?
1: That's the thing. I don't know don't know where it goes.
0: I don't know. I don't know whether, like. I think it's because lots of different things could happen that seem kind of plausible to me. One being that, um, you know, Jay loses to Okada at Wrestle Kingdom, there's descent in Bullet Club and it's the downfall of Bullet Club and Jay gets the boot and, you know, uh, there's some sort of like baby face transition, he drops Gato yeah. or what have you. Um, I'm not giving up on hope <laughs> that uh, somehow this leads to an even more evil Jay mm. and uh, and something else comes out of Bullet Club, like whether he starts another faction or what he does. hmm Or is this just like the? Is this almost like a like when Okada lost his marbles there for a while and started running around with fucking balloons? Does he have one of those kind of like follows the career path of Okada somewhat and has like a a semi breakdown because we have sort of seen that when he's lost
1: to Okada in past. Can I float an idea to you, Dave? Yes, please. I've been thinking about it since Karen posed this question, and I was like looking at it thinking we were talking so much in the build-up saying this this match seems a little flat comparatively and it's gotten less, it's even got more so now because the fucking spectacle is, yeah. yeah. Doesn't that in so many regards, like Jay, they're lowering Jay without moving him at all. You know, he's they, they staying in place and everybody's moving ahead, mm. like the way that they're booking it. What if Kenny wins the US Bell? right? Like he, he wins that title and Jay yeah. loses the, the world title. I know, yeah. Well, this is what I was about. To... Where yeah. does Jay go without the, the world title? Well, they've elevated this belt to the point now where it's a top, top title. And Kenny can be like, Jay keeps losing. Like Jay can't win the big one. Jay's this, whatever the same animosity is there. If Jay gets booted from the bullet club and all that sort of shit goes sideways, it's going to be a very strange dynamic with him and Kenny where it's like Kenny is the Osprey talked about shadow idea. Jay was the literal. He was the face of the vitriol from Western fans in terms of why New Japan was sucking in terms of how it was boring now because he was the guy and he was couldn't lace Kenny's boots and all that sort of stuff. He's the actual guy that harbors the true resentment of that position Osprey mm-hmm. never had that to deal with that shit. That wasn't even the same division. Yeah. No, he it, it wasn't. It's Osprey's been dealing with it recently because he's being considered the best wrestler in the thing. But he didn't have to face the true uh, indignation of being seen as Kenny's less than, you know, like, you know, Audi Kenny, you know, like that was kind mm-hmm. of the. And we, anyone that was watching knew that Jay wasn't that. Anyone that was watching knew that. But. Jay had to sit there and take it. And then at Madison Square Garden, he had to be the guy that had to sit in the role where people said that should have been Kenny's spot. So he's always, he's the guy that actually has been existing in the shadow. And he's gone off and crafted his own thing. And he's done, he's become the more successful leader of Bullet Coast and all that sort of stuff. So they wrestled for the US belt years ago. Yeah. Where Jay beat him and it led to Jay going up and Kenny, uh, Kenny going up and Jay going, you know. On his ascent with Hangman or whatever. I feel like that could be the story they go. I feel like they could go Kenny J as the story of 2023. Yeah. Have this. And I don't know what, I don't know where that positions J. I don't know where it positions, I don't know where it positions anybody. I have no clue. That's which is kind of exciting. But I don't want to say, oh, Kenny becomes the leader of the Bullet Club again. I don't want to, I'm not going in any of those yeah. fantasy booking scenarios, but. It just feels to me like, I was like, Jay would be aimless um, without the world title. And it's like, how does he get back to him versus Carter and making that making that have any sex appeal? But mm. doesn't it feel like a switch of roles where it's like, Osprey loses the US belt and goes up? Yeah. And, and Jay loses the world belt and goes across to the US belt. And it's yeah. just like, and Jay can tell those stories there. And Osprey can be having twenty twenty three be the year of him chasing Okada to to get that that um, to win the the big one the G one you know that could be like his story, so we could see a bit of a flip at the top. Then you could
0: then you could do Jay chases Will at the top. If you, yeah, once he eventually beats Okada. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Look, I I like, I like that. I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't, I just don't know. I think, I think at some point the story of Jay and Kenny will come back around. If it happens that soon, I don't know. New Japan don't tend to do stuff quickly. I guess it all depends on what kind of dates they can lock Kenny down for. Can they lock him down for a story or is this, is this just a Wrestle Kingdom one-off? uh until the next forbidden door so that would mean a stretch of the timeline for that
1: you know jay's trying to build strong he's trying to build the u.s presence i mean yeah maybe he goes across and does stuff over there i mean yeah look it's it's possible possible i i don't know but i'm with karen that is the story to tell because kenny was kenny and omega uh, kenny omega and will osprey is an interesting story it's not the deeply the story they're telling is like Osprey is trying to pretend that he has the trauma. He's like trying the. he's like, I have the trauma that Jay has. He doesn't, you know? Yeah.
0: And I think too that perhaps a stint away from New Japan, I know he sort of did it through the pandemic with impact and that sort of stuff, but maybe as a, he needs like it. As a freshen up he needs for it. whatever happens, maybe a step, to the side to something with Kenny over in AEW for the US title could be interesting for Jay as far as character stuff. Yep. Um, it's and not to say, yeah. With that crowd as well, put him over in the US. It also brings helps when he goes back to New Gen,
1: New Japan. Maybe it brings some eyes back with yep. him. I, I think that I honestly feel like he needs a, a he needs a he needs a fresh coat of paint that we've we've been saying it for a while but to me having kenny back in the scene suggests to me that there is an opportunity to them to tell that story that that ultimately is something the it's the more interesting position for him to go because he needs to be at a main event level but i don't feel like he's got any stories that are as captivating with main event as other than maybe naito but i don't i don't see them going that direction so I feel like that would be the story I would look to tell. I, I, I look to tell that story. That would be the way I would go because I think it's the U S belt. We the, will has done a tremendous job elevating it. You, you've you Omega picks it up. It doesn't go in. It does. It goes up like honestly. Mm-hmm. So, and then Jay's a world champion. And the reason he, why would he go after that U S belt again? Well, because the guy that the fucking Kenny's got it, that prick, um, and we've got these weird things floating out in the universe about jay you know jay was the face of the forbidden door crossover positioning and you know he was the face of it the voice of it for new japan you know osprey was in the ring doing all the crazy shit and jay was doing all the talking and they to me are the two guys that new japan has got a lot of faith in at the main event level so i just feel like those might be the four guys that are sort of floating around for a little bit in 2023 okada omega jay and Osprey. This is a, it's an interesting it's an interesting time, right? And I think
0: that I really think something is gonna happen off the back of this J Okada match.
1: I do too. Yeah, I do and,
0: too. and I think like Okada's always got his working boots on, right? Always. Yeah. And it's Wrestle Kingdom, so it'll be peak Okada. Especially if he's
1: following Omega.
0: And I think because they're following Omega and Osprey, I think they're both going to be like, fuck, let's fucking, it's going to be a rich story. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, it's going to be an epic saga.
1: Everyone's going to be, the next morning, everyone's going to be raving about all the flips and crazy shit on Osprey. And we're just going to be going deep into the fucking 18 layers of narrative that were in that main event, you know? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Uh, and uh, we'll speak about it on this podcast. Oh yeah, we'll be talking all about that match. So just be prepared.
1: <laughs> if we can, just you know. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to it because you're right. I mean, Jay needs some sort of freshen up, and I don't I don't know what that is. I don't know. Do I. what it is. and I'm excited about not knowing because <laughs> almost for the first time, it feels like I don't know where Jay's going.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. And we we booked the man for like six years. <laughs> <I> mean, like. <laughs> but it's like this this time it just feels like it's it's a little bit up in the air and yeah it is and it it won't be what it has been because it can't be what it has been because it's got to it's reached to the point that yeah i just feel like with kenny being thrown back in it it opens up opportunities i understand this is probably just the one-off and it's a great you know it's a great marquee one-off special attraction Mm. but you gotta think you just gotta think that fans watching watching Omega back in the New Japan setting are going to be impressed. And they, they're they just going to naturally move towards thinking about who's next, who's the next guy from New Japan's top guys yeah. that are going to be able to wrestle him. And if Jay's looking for something.
0: Yeah, and I think bigger, more impactful stories come out of Okada winning and Jay losing. at Yeah,
1: yeah. It seems like a fait accompli. So because it feels like that, it feels like there needs to be that next big thing. There needs to be that Kenta run in. You know, it needs to be that thing that goes, holy shit, we're on. Something's different. You know, we're we're going again. Um, because everyone, I know people look back with revisionist history and say, Oh, you know, we Nido should have got his moment. But people forget that Kenta run in led to a sellout for so like a C level show for New Beginning, got a sold yeah, out. Yeah. Like that was a hot feud. And Naito's bleeding buckets, and then COVID happens, you know. And yeah, it was it was so hot, red hot, stunning. I know Kenny Omega wasn't in the promotion, and it was it was they sold seventy thousand tickets. I, was, you know, stunning that this happened. Like that's why it's fun. That's why it's fun for New Japan fans. And we have to be, as I said, when Kenny does this shit and talks this stuff. He respects New Japan too. He's playing a role. And oh, he knows. He knows. But, yeah. but New Japan fans will get all. Don't get butt hurt, people. Yeah. Don't get yeah. butt hurt because he's telling the story. And I know we're all in a tough situation where Osprey has to be our defender, <laughs> he has to be the one fighting <laughs> for us. And like, there's a.
0: Oh, please help protect us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Osprey's getting on the mic to protect us. Uh, but it feels like to me, like I know, people. Are, you know, you can't even say New Japan is back. People say it's been back for a while. But I, when I say New Japan is back, what I mean by this is New Japan is capturing the headlines of excitement and anticipation because people know that the best in the world is going to be on show, and they know about it. And it's and it breaks through the the normal discourse. That's where New Japan is again. It's broken through from just our listeners to it's breaking through to all wrestling fans. Know that this is something that's special and it's it's a special attraction. Um, and whatever reason they want to watch it, fine. Get their eyes yeah. on the product.
0: Yeah. And there's still stuff to be announced as well. Like there's a bunch of dudes. Where I'm like, so many great guys are going to not be on. Yeah. I'm like, what's Robbie going to do if he yeah. doesn't win fucking Junior Tag League? Is he going to be on the show somehow?
1: Yeah, I think there's going to be a trio's gauntlet and there's going to be 87 teams. <laughs> it's going to be like, um, but like, like Shingo and Tai Chi are wrestling yeah. for the KOPW at Despy Mania, Tai Chi, Taika Tai Chi Despy, or I think it's just Taika Tai Chi Mania this time. But one, isn't that awesome for Tai Chi Taika Chi Mania that they're getting a New Japan, you know, title, but they're getting yeah. that on main eventing? It's like, fuck yes, get in. And they're going um, back to Shingo and Tai as well, which yeah. I love. Yeah. But so one of them is going to be that. And if one of them is that, then they'll probably have to have a KOPW something on the show. They'll be, so Shingo's got to get on. Like Shingo's a former war he has got to get on the show somehow. Like, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, they're not going to. Naito's out here saying that he probably will main event fucking Dash because he's not going to get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what's,
0: that's it. Like, what the fuck is Naito doing? Because I don't think. Like I think Sonata and Naito win a bunch of matches, but I think Aussie Open, yeah, they're the clear favourites, right? They're yeah, gonna that's be your final.
1: I think. I think that's your final.
0: The match everyone kind of predicts and
1: wants. It's the it's the match that they should book.
0: It's the match they should book, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like I mean, you suggested a little while back, it was you know, Naito, Sonata, and um, Mudo and, and Tana, Mudo and Tana. So, but we but. We're at least two weeks away probably from getting any kind of announcement on that. You would not be. even
1: close, yeah. Mid December, like tag league. Like we're we're three weeks yeah, away from even be like,
0: like before Naito's even given a match on Wrestle Kingdom, it'll be fucking well into December. Yeah.
1: Like what? Tana as well, probably. Like this is yeah, we're yeah. we're living in a weird time, right? Yeah. But the benefit like, is you look
0: can at heat shit up better than anyone yeah. in
1: a short amount of time. Like don't you know, microwave so- it, but
0: that's why that's why I was not like concerned about the 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 Jay and Okada match feeling a little bit sort of cold, um, even now off the back of like the mm. fucking red hot molten yeah. hot match of Iceberg um, and, uh, and Omega. But but yeah, there's a there's a lot.
1: A lot that could happen between now and then. But what's crazy, Dave? I looked at the card. Someone uh, tweeted out, I think Chris Samsa at Chris Samsa tweeted out the card. Just, just and we had a little chat about it because he was like, "No, shaping up pretty well." It was like, you know, Akada, Jay, Osprey, Omega, Kyrie, Tam, uh, Narita, um, Zach. Zach Saber Junior, Despi, Hiromu, Wato, um, Ishimori. I'm like. That's just, this is just the start of it. And it's like, we've still got the tags to be sort of like, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I mean, this. Uh, She's going to be chockers. But there's a lot of talent that's going to miss out. Yeah. That's Wrestle Kingdom of the old days. That's what it was. It was people. This is what New Japan built its, its name on, was the big dome show. And it's like, get in. Like, it's not too. This is one night of the best of the best. Getting to try to steal the show everyone trying to steal the show off the other person that's what it yeah. built its name on and and remember the thing would be like going away saying what was the match that stole it you know like oh go to suzuki like or you know like it would always be this brand like you know these yeah. random yeah. like, like, tana and kenta <laughs> yeah you are oh, like that that's yeah. like you know what i'm saying like they will steal i mean yeah, kenta stole it stole everything it's like an Jesus oh Christ, Kenta! What is Kenta going to do? The man deserves a yeah. wrestling match without Kenta any has fucking. To be on yeah, fuck. He's owed. He's owed a Wrestle <laughs> Kingdom for the rest of, as his time as a Wrestle Kingdom. They actually wheel Kenta out because he's got no fucking hips, and yeah. he's allowed to get a pop. That's what is allowed now from time on. Just don't even let him near any ladders, dude. They can do Kenta Shibata now, can't they? Yeah, uh, d- Dave. I don't think them I don't think it, they can. I think they can. I'm sure they can. I don't know if they want to. I don't think the liability is there. I think they're concerned about maybe they can do that in the parking lot before the before the show where it's like a lights out version. Like just go out there, boys, and kick the shit out of one another, and there's no liability for us because but they can. That's at play. And there's like little things, like even seeing the LA Dojo return. It feels like the LA Dojo versus the young lions is gonna be like a story. Yeah. Like, that's going to be a thing they're going to tell. Like, that could be one of the openers is, like, <laughs> on fucking Wrestle Kingdom is the LA Dojo kicking the seven fucking shades of shit out of the, the young minds. And it's it just feels like there's a lot of shit happening. Like, we've got we got Shota who's going to get a spot because if Narita's got a spot, Shota's getting the big push. You feel like he's going to have to have a spot. Yeah. There's only so many matches. There's only so many spots in the marquee. Sorry, I just had, like, I'm a conspiracy booking. I'm like, if we see ren win
0: that tv title could we see suge come in and challenge yes
1: do a fucking taupe just come flying in and just fucking start flipping over the top he's coming <laughs> yeah. back he's coming back yeah and it feels like it feels like he's because he's been going mm, interesting yeah interesting. Like he's now he's in cmll
0: yeah yeah he's gonna do something soon,
1: which is interesting too that he's in cmll if you think about it he's going to mexico just an interesting dynamic for a guy of him to go to Mexico because, you know. They always come back weird from Mexico. <laughs> it's just interesting. It's like a Despi or a, a Romu, like those fucking lunatics come back from, from Mexico. So, yeah. yeah, I'm all of those things, it feels like, and you're right, it's great for us. It's great for us as a, as a, pro, as a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast because the interest is going to be higher in the West and it's, it's on us to be able to, explain to people why they should care more than just the moves and why they should care more than just the spectacle. Um, yeah. And that's kind of the key. That's what we said about historic crossover. It's like, this is the same kind of dynamic. It's an introduction yeah. to where new Japan is now. And it, it hasn't gone anywhere. It's it's doing the things it's done. It hasn't changed. That's the thing about it. has not changed the way it tells its stories. It's still the same thing. It's just people have not been paying attention perhaps, but now they've got a reason to tune in, and I I firmly believe if you give same as I saw with Stardom, if you give me a reason to see it and put it on the card so I can see it, I can't imagine you won't be hooked by what you see on that card. You know, um, yeah, like Zach and Ren Narita's going to steal, the, like that. You just know people are going to be like, oh my god, who's this Ren Narita kid? You know, like. Mm. And I think New Japan know that, and they want to showcase all their returning boys with when the eyes are all on it. So. Oh, man i so yeah to answer all of the questions i'm excited by the prospect of wrestle kingdom me too jericho shoot is not a possibility i think it is a possibility but i think the issue is just i think if you're jericho you want to get that match out of the way before you break down completely right like you well, want you to have, have that thought, right like he's not
0: it's not like he he's not exactly slowing down <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, yeah just when you thought he was done he's i don't know he's back for more fun because like now he's just like oh, i'm just gonna wrestle everyone
1: well he i here's the thing let's conspiracy book it dave just for the fun of it he there's a roh pay-per-view in december you know maybe he loses the title there and maybe they set it up and they go that direction or maybe they do something i don't know i don't know I, I really, I, I think that is a story that needs to be told, but maybe if, if you're, I mean, to, let's be honest, if you're in New Japan, do you need it? Do you need it? No, yeah. And so, but you can tell it, Dominion, you know, like. Uh, yeah, Dominion.
0: I mean, know, at I mean some like, point, it's got to happen at some point. It just would make, just Wrestle Kingdom would make sense because that's. That's just where that the story happened. started. That's where the story started, that's all.
1: And as Jericho got another,
0: oh, me, fuck, you can't doubt that man at this stage. can you?
1: I, I'm also going to float one thing. Like, this is ridiculous. We get into the ridiculous stage, but just to float at the very end. I have this sense of if it's, if Mudo is not wrestling on the thing and we're like, where's Naito going to wrestle? Where's that going to happen? Like, is there any chance Mox just calls his shot and just says... <laughs> so I'm just coming to wrestle Naito. Yeah. Oh, because... Fucking- yeah, but because I just feel like you know, how Mox is going to do it. Yeah, I just feel like is like, oh, I'm looking for someone. I'm look because the reason I think it's interesting, Dave, because here's this is where the conspiracy. Dude, you know, if like you want to bring fucking eyes across?
2: Yeah.
0: Holy shit! If they do Mox and Naito on that card,
1: yeah, people won't believe. I mean,
0: I think Tony Khan think- will shit. I don't think he'll let that happen. Yeah. Shit. He will shit. Can't, you, can't, you can't do Kenny and Osprey <laughs> and Naito and Mox on the same card. He'll never, no one will ever watch AEW again.
1: The reason I say it, though, Dave, is because I found it very curious that when Shooter was asked if he won the US title, what he would do at Wrestle Kingdom, he said he wanted to wrestle Naito. And I thought, that's an interesting thing just to call out Naito. Like, I want to wrestle Naito. I was like, that's odd. Yeah, Why do you like
0: that from? Yeah. You know,
1: who's influencing you to want to wrestle Naito like it just to me feels like we've seen that match before in a G1 context and they have incredible chemistry yeah. and Mox I just feel like if you're in New Japan you want to reintroduce Moxley and you want to get him and he's been a protected commodity he's he is a protected commodity Naito is being floating around just sort of saying I I can't get anything I don't know anywhere it's like Look, he might have been in the main event, but fucking hell, that's a
0: that is suspicious, isn't it? Like, oh, I can't get a match. I can't yeah. get it. I'm not gonna be on top. Of...
1: Yeah, I can't get it. And then Mox saying, and then Mox gets... saying, "I'll give you one." <laughs> yeah, I'll give you one. Somehow Naito always wins.
0: In <laughs> always <laughs> in the main event. That's not the main event.
1: Yeah, he yeah. he'll that that's the only thing. I'm just floating it out there because like that I keep saying it on Twitter. I'm not giving up on Mox because it just sets it up nicely because you can second, what you can do is you can put Shota in as a second in that space and then Shota can be paired up in that against LIJ as a sort of a pathway into his first sort of area to go. And I just, I feel like, I feel like there's something big. I just, <laughs> Naito Nido, doesn't talk himself down unless he's got something big coming. It's what he does. He talks it down yeah. to, and to reveal it,
0: you can't have you can't have Wrestle Kingdom without Naito being featured in something big, and that's what yeah. like when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about like the potential of maybe that tag match. Mm. Like, yeah, I like the idea of it, and it's probably special for people in Japan. Oh yeah, it is. I'd say so for sure, but it doesn't feel like. A Naito in Wrestle Kingdom match. You know what I mean? Mm. If, yeah. Like he needs a a Big featured singles, singles match mm. to appease <laughs> the pain <laughs> that. Any make fuck if he goes against Mox, he will, may well want to lose. He may well lose it. Yeah. But yeah. to appease like the pain that his fans go through, he needs a featured fucking match. And if he gets Marks, well, that makes everyone happy, doesn't it? Yeah. Certainly yeah. makes me happy because that was yeah. my favourite match of that that
1: year. I think. Yeah. Well, because because they didn't touch for four minutes, and it I think I, it might I, have been seventeen minutes. Yeah. yeah, that was I a very. It. I mean, as I said, if you ever want to watch two men have sex from twelve feet away, that was what yeah. that was. That was, it was, bristling with sexual chemistry. I can't explain it any other way. <laughs> me either it was just <laughs> insane. Uh, um, yeah, I mean
0: that's solidified how amazing mox is in like how diverse in, he could be
1: yeah, how diverse yeah.
0: he can be and and naito was just at his most brilliant tranquilo best yeah mox is like just, what the fuck mox, just <laughs> fucking steam coming out of his
1: ears and his fucking nose let awesome. me at him let yeah me so at him. And I, I just <laughs> think i that's what i'm saying and i just feel like I felt this way for a while. I felt, and I said this to you uh, in previous shows, I said it, I was like, there's a couple of stories at this Wrestle Kingdom, but it's not, there's not a lot. Of, normally Wrestle Kingdom, it's the conclusion of stories. This one feels like it's the showcase of we're kickstarting New Japan back to full capacity, back to full strength. Yeah. And we're kickstarting it with a fucking, we're just putting on the biggest card we can think about putting on. Well, I mean, that makes
0: that makes that card. I, I mean, that would be not fair, <laughs> fair. <laughs> any other card for the rest of the year yeah
1: now right yeah so, yeah and then tana's left having to find someone <laughs> so, like, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> like, at this point i don't know what it's ridiculous honestly yeah. i'm ex- after this crossover show it was such a lovely experience such a wholesome great feel-good moment and it was like and we're in dome season now kenny's kick-started it And anything is possible. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's cool about it. It's, it may not be as big as impactful as holy fuck, what the fuck, Chris Jericho, but it proves that anything is possible. And so, although,
0: I mean, Kenny and Mox, that might nearly. Well, Tana's going to get somebody.
1: He has to. (laughs) Yeah. He has
0: to. So, like, I mean, I'd be, I'd be keen for, you know, torch passing Tana and shooter would be.
1: I think that make, that's, that's something that could work. Yeah get in there but you got to you got to get in there and you got to live up to that expectation there's no pressure there's more pressure than Tana Wrestle Kingdom yeah but Greto can got everyone like that guys they're high on they give they difference. give Tana so yeah i could see it yeah but that's it man this is what's exciting we we lead, like i said we have got tag league it's fun to follow but my god we're Wrestle Kingdom season is fully upon us, and Mm. it feels like anything is possible, and we will make sense of it as it goes along. That's the cool part about it. The stories aren't necessarily as clear cut. The booking is clear, but the the underlying narratives aren't as clear, and that's okay because it feels like the right players, the right characters are in the right parts, and we just got to figure out what story they want to tell. And you're right. You're right when you say it doesn't feel like the, like the the ending. It feels like the beginning.
0: And maybe that's why uh, a lot of the the booking and the leading to it has been late. Mm. Is because this isn't this isn't going to be the end for a lot of these stories. It's going to be the real push into 2023 rather than you know Wrestle Kingdom is often the end of so much stuff yep. at the start of the year, which seems somewhat like it doesn't actually fit because often often i think of wrestle kingdom as like the year before because because it's the bat years stories you know so maybe yeah this this almost feels like it's it in the build-up that it's going to be the other way it's going to be the real kickstart for 2023 because they are they're they're dragging themselves out of that pandemic era so you know find the final punt of
1: into the new era yeah makes sense right and in celebration of Anoki, right? Like that too.
0: Shooter's dads too. If maybe maybe it's Mox and Tana.
1: Uh, yeah, and Tana fuck. gets his win back. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Just fighting for sh- the shooter's dads explode. <laughs> <laughs> They're fighting shooter on a pole. Fuck Look, look hey, dude. Look, fuck
0: if. if We should just book Wrestle Kingdom. (laughs) 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 These are the things that are happening.